acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 y
Ray said people been hitting him up crazy. Ray said he been walking down the street. People were like, oh, I heard you on Breakfast Club today. Yada, right, yada, right. yada. So Ray came in here today with all his products. Yes, yes he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> he didn't leave nothing. Nothing at all. I ain't no. never seen these, though. What are these, blood bags? No, that's that's a Mary bag. That's not oh, blood bags. Oh, I don't know. It's a Mary. The company of Mary. The jean company? I don't Mary. know nothing about that. Oh, that's, that's I, I, I act my wage. He said, "What are they blood the bags? bags. <laughs> they look like blood nah, bags. I know that's why I like it, but they got the they got blue ones and I think other colors too. And they got other okay. colors as well. Yeah, he got all his Raycon products. All the Raycon yep, products. Raycon. Crystal Herbal in here. Herbal's and oh, Crystal's gonna be here doing breakfast this morning. Yep. I got, and then also I was hot yesterday, so I got the Raytronics fan. To cool me down. <laughs> Raytronics oh, so fan. Nah, I ain't doing that no more. Nah, cause my 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 my, my breast was out yesterday, and it was you know <laughs> my breast was out. <laughs> you knew you knew you had those breasts before you took your nah, shirt off. Nah, I didn't off, know. Right? Nah, when I was looking in the mirror, fam, earlier that day, cause it's maybe different... I was tired. But yeah, I thought yeah. that they, I thought that I was I improved. You, t- <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, you thought they were a little perkier than they were. I just so I was hiding, kind of here from the whole thing. But then yeah. y'all caught me here. Caught you on the side. Yeah, I saw the drop. I'm like, they caught me, and then it was like Mimi. Got it was very meanful. Yeah, very meanful. Yeah. I got felt you. good about it though. I don't mind being meanful, but today I want to showcase a different side to show the balance. And then <laughs> okay. Crystal Friday is when I go back to Lit Ray. Okay. 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 All right. You know what I'm saying right. Crystal Friday. All right. So Crystal coming Friday. Crystal coming Friday. Well, Crystal here right now. Oh, okay. 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 The Crystal okay. Squad here right now. Shout out to JC. Salute to JC. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, we we here and um. And we actually setting up a crystal campaign downstairs, a commercial and stuff too. So if I got my earpiece in and I'm talking, I'm talking to some of the people downstairs. Oh, okay. Ray J emotion, boy. Salute to crystals. My, my, my wife and I in business with crystals. There you got, go. Got crystals coming to our home state of South Carolina. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah drop yeah, a bomb yeah. for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Shout out to Crystal mm-hmm. one more time. They've been doing some real cool stuff with Ray J as far as our commercials. You got to drop on the clue box for Two Chains too. You know he's the creative marketing director. Shout out to oh, Two Chains. Crystals. That is dope. I love yeah. Two Chains, man. Two Chains super fly too. Oh come on. Is that what he had on at the brunch? Yeah, come on, man. Now for people that don't know, I know who, he got a blood bag. What Crystals too. is? What is what is Crystal? Because you know it's not heavy on the East Coast. It's a uh, restaurant that sells uh, sliders. So you know the slider burgers, slider chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. They got slider. They got breakfast. Everything. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let's they get- got the new breakfast too. They got the new breakfast from six to eleven. They mm-hmm. got the side chicks all night, twenty four <laughs> hours. And That's right. you know they got the they got the pimento cheese. They got the barbecue. They got the plain. But the side chicks been killing them. Like, we- if you ever wanted a side chick? Yes. Um, but we talk about we talk about sliders. Now. Oh, okay, I don't talk know what you're talking about. You said I was backing out. Sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, not like okay. that. But all this right. is your. But here's what's crazy. This is your opportunity to experience a side chick the right way. Ooh. Okay. I like how you did that, Ray. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So shout I like out to how Crystal. you did that. But Ray J's getting in motion. He got the mascara out. And uh, Kadeen and Devell Ellis will be joining us this morning. They got a book, We Over Me. We're going to be kicking it with them in a little bit. Also, we got guests. You can ask them questions and stuff. No. No. Well, you you left. (laughs) You left yesterday. You got to stop doing the mascara on camera, yo. You giving away secrets that a lot of of men hit me yesterday. They were mad about that. Why? Because people be trying to act like they don't have grades like Envy. So they do that type of stuff you got, in you secret. Got I, I don't know what this man's you know talking about. You know, you know, I hate it. You just a like hater. I let my like, grades flourish. Just a do you have yes, he got grades. What are you talking about? Envy. Envy. See what I'm saying? I'm envy. They, you know, grades be jumping out. Oh, they don't play. <laughs> they they don't play. They don't. You get play. rid of one of them, two, yeah, five I went coming from back. Picking one to having a whole family. That's what I'm saying. You get rid of one, five grades coming back to jump on your ass. For sure. No, I just wanted to show everybody that you know. You know, grooming yourself is not bad. I mean, if you want to go dark, then mm-hmm. go dark. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you want to go gray, dye your whole hair gray. There you go. 
You know, and get it over <laughs> and look and just get it over. Get with. it over with. Just get it over <laughs> with. All right. Front page news next. We'll tell you the youngest person, I think, to win uh a lotto. Just imagine being eighteen and winning forty eight million dollars. We'll talk about it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning everybody, it's DJ N V Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host Ray J in the building. Yes, indeed. For sure, for sure, man. I feel at home today, man. You are home. This is no yes, nonsense Ray today though. All right, well no let's nonsense get nonsense Ray. Let's get in some front page news. Now, there was an earthquake yesterday that killed so far over 4,000 people. Tonight, the most powerful earthquake to hit Turkey in 100 years, striking in the middle of the night as millions were sleeping. The danger persisting through the day, clouds of debris billowing into the street, the region rocked by at least 75 aftershocks. Across the quake zone, the death toll rising steadily throughout the day. We now know more than 3,700 people were killed. And at this overwhelmed hospital, a doctor making this plea. We uh, have information that uh, hundreds of patients are still under the debris. Uh, the situation is too bad. We need urgent help. At least 45 countries pledging support, including the United States. President Biden speaking with Turkey's President Erdogan late today, saying U.S. search and rescue teams are, quote, deploying quickly to the region. Act happened Monday morning. Why was that uh, earthquake so deadly, man? Lord have mercy, boy. 75 aftershocks. Man. They said 5,600 buildings were destroyed. But if you think about it, if those are buildings where people actually live and those buildings are destroyed, fall well, down. You play with Mother Nature if you want to. You know what I'm saying? You play with God if you if you want to. When 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 God is ready to shut things down, things get shut down. Yeah. And it's not even there's nothing you can do about it. No matter what your financial status is, no matter what your race is, your sexuality, what you identify as, when it's when it's over, it's over. Yeah. Now, uh, in some good news, uh, in Canada, an 18-year-old won $48 million. Now, this was the first time she ever played the lotto because she just turned 18. And in Canada, you have to be 18 to play the lotto. So she just won $48 million. How much she put up? I didn't say. I don't even know if she's single or what, but she, she got $48 million. You said you don't know if she's single. Yeah, she's single I know people going to be hollering her like crazy. Man, what are you talking that about? Yeah, ask you, right? Exactly. They like, asked like, you how much she paid, she paid for tickets, and you talk about, I don't know, know if she's single, single or what. Are you going to put Logan on her? This guy crazy. This guy going to fly Logan to Canada. Why not? Man. I wonder, how, I wonder how Canada's tax is with that 48. Mm -hmm. I know it's different from here. I know that, that having that money that young can be really dangerous with no financial literacy, though. So I pray that... Hopefully uh, she does, yeah. Yeah, I pray that young lady taps in with some really great people and learns what to do with that money. Mm -hmm. I gotta go reach out. Now, a single ticket... In, you said you gotta go reach out. So for financial, you know... Oh, okay. You know, consulting. All right, now, a single ticket in Washington uh, yesterday matched all winning numbers of the Powerball. So if you had the number 5, 11, 22, 23, 69, and Powerball 7, you won $754 million. Wait, say that again. 5, 11. Did you buy your ticket to Washington? No, it's not you then. It's not you then. I didn't even know Powerball is on Monday. I thought Powerball was Wednesday. So the ticket I Saturday. bought that I didn't look at, that, that one is that one didn't that, win. No. I still could have probably you might won have won something. Yeah, you could have won something. Last time I played was Saturday. When when did y'all feel like they change these things the bigger these jackpots get? I don't remember Powerball being on no Monday, bro. Powerball it's Monday and Wednesday. Oh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. I did not know that. Yeah, well, I you missed that knew, on that one. I never knew Powerball was on Monday. Well, that person got a lump sum of four hundred and seven million dollars. Oh, they took the tax, right? They, yeah, they, they took, took it. They, they didn't. Took they didn't want to pay it. No, no monthly. Oh, and they claimed it already they just won yesterday <laughs> no no no. that's what they would win when they pick it up oh, oh, oh okay because okay, you know okay. you have a cash value or got you yeah so they took you the think cash they value. already know they won 
Nah, they're just waking up to that news, probably. Yeah. So when I woke up this morning, you know how you can, you know, it'll say 700, whatever million, then this morning it said 20, so you know somebody won. Yeah. They just woke up to they that news up. this morning. Unless they stayed up last night to see. Mm -hmm. I doubt that, because I don't think you think you're going you gonna to get all. it. Because I now bought my ticket and kept pushing, didn't even look back. Well, congratulations yeah. to that individual. It depends, but yeah, congratulations. And lastly, AMC Movie Theater. I think this is pretty smart. They should have did this a long time ago. They're charging uh, more for good seats in movie theaters. So you know how you have the middle row and it's closer? They're charging for that now. So now, you know, before you would get to the movie theater early so you could get the good seats, now they're actually charging for good seats. So it's the same thing if you're on a plane, you want to fly first class or Delta That's Comfort. Better, or God. Same thing, you want to go to the game. If you're closer, it's going to cost you more money. So now movie theaters are starting to do that as well. I don't like that. I like that. I like that. The reason I really don't like that for movie theaters is because uh, you're just getting people to come back to movie theaters because really the best seat to watch a movie is in your house. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so to yeah. charge people more money for a better seat, they shouldn't do that. They the probably got to do that or close the movie theater. They probably ain't making no money so they got to do that to pop, possibly make some more money. Well, that ain't going to make me go to the movie theater having to pay more money for a better seat. No, sit your ass in the back. No, I'm going to sit my ass at home. <laughs> That's the, what I'm the, the, the top seats is cool, too. The top like, seats are good. Like, the top seats too are cool. Too close is never, never good. You like Can't to go see. to the one with the seats, with the food they bring you out, yep. with the drinks. That's dope. Yep. Yep. And, and it's not too many movies you want to see in theaters nowadays. Like, you really just want to see the big, big blockbusters in theaters. Everything else you can watch at the house. Yeah, I want to watch everything at the house. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you want to holler at Ray J. He's here again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake that ass up. Now, I ain't about to go crazy, but this Ray J. And I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. 
Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ray, Ray, Ray! Yo, Charlemagne, Nancy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live! Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, Envy? This is uh, Dingo. Dingo, what up, man? What up, bro? How y'all feeling? I'm good, brother. What's going on? Get it off your chest. Hey, I'm getting off my chest. Ray J, good brother. How you doing, my man? How you doing, my brother? Man, everything is good. I'm strong today. Beautiful. I'm glad to hear it, man. I'm very glad to have you as a host, man. I'm a longtime listener, a longtime caller as well. Wanted to pick your brain if I could, man. Please. I wanted to get some advice on... You know, your brand and how you made it a global success. I'm also a brand owner. 
uh, Posing Brand, Dingo 0925 Streetwear. And I want to be on the level of success like you, brother. So I just wanted to, you know, pick your brain if you can give me some advice. Big Mogul Ray. Come on, Big no, I Mogul. I appreciate that. I think I think the, the main thing is that if you if you run in a business and you're doing it with the team, um, and, and you're and it's it's starting to, to to be successful. I think the main thing to do is to make sure you hire right. You hire the right CFO. Okay. You hire the right CEO, COO. And I think building that kind of team will give you a lot of leverage, and and I think it'll help you know actually build the empire. Um, because a lot of times when you got the business, you could be the founder, but a lot of times people play CEO and CFO in every other position, and I think that's when it when when it gets loose but i think to to have a team that you build that's smart in every area um and you play founder or you play cso or cmo or whatever you good at i think having that starting five is going to get you where you got to go great, great advice. advice great advice great advice have a strong team around you hello who's this hello hey what's your name mama savannah hey savannah get it off your chest hi i am actually calling to shoot my shot at Ray J, but not like that. Okay, well, um, all right. Shoot your shot, mama. Um, I actually applied to a job at Raycon a few times, and the job keeps getting reposted, but it's for the CRM manager position. Oh, I have yeah. five years' experience doing email marketing. So I just wanted to call and shoot my shot. Nah, listen. Um, sit, put... Tell, I, I got one of my Raycon partners with me right now. Tell us your email right now, and we'll email you, and then we'll follow up right now with you. You know what? We're going to put you on hold, because you, you put that email out there, everybody be emailing you, all right? Yeah. Oh, we live? Okay, we live. You. We oh, live. Oh, we live, Rigel. Hold on. Okay. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, Irving? What's up, Trav? Charlamagne. Trav, what up, sis? Where are Ray J? Ray. Ray, yeah, I've been yeah. trying to get in contact with you for a minute, Ray. I gotta ask you a question, Ray. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm here. Listen, a few years ago, you said you knew some booty goons, and I need to see if you still know them because I, I need you to put me on to one of them. I love me a booty goon. <laughs> so Travis, our listener, okay, that. you know you know the brothers that like brothers. So Travis is our gay listener. He calls all the time. He's a friend to the room. I think I think uh, Ray J got, can understand that he's gay. Okay, I don't think you had. To, I don't think you had to. Well, had yeah, at that, that. At that at this moment. At that moment. But um, no. I, I first off, Angela Yee made that word up. Like I've never ever used that word. Uh, booty goons. Well, like, you said you said you know brothers that like brothers. Yeah, not, now that I did say that. I did say that. I said it a little more vulgar. <laughs> yes, he did. You did but, say um, that. But I'm I do have I do have a new network I'm working with called the Dosh Network and it's it's loaded with love over there. So, so it, by love he means booty goons. So well, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think because booty goons to me waters down the the, the stronger like strength <laughs> of the person. So I feel like Angela Yee like watered it down and made it corny when what I said was way more out of line. Got you, Send me a booty goon, Ray. Um, Tell him to DM me. Yeah, I don't know if Wait, I can you actually might be missing see some you. money. You miss, might be missing some money here. This could be like a, a a new love connection site. Like you could be, you know, connecting brothers mm. like Trav with the thug, the gay thugs that they're looking for. Because Trav, yeah, yeah, well, well, no, I mean, listen. And what's crazy is what's crazy is with the new network, the LGBTQ is strong, and I've been educated on a lot of things like who's T not clock yet. You want to be with somebody who T not clock yet, right? What, what does that mean? What does that mean? That means. My Instagram, my Instagram is aka underscore twin. Tell him to send me a vanishing message. 
Okay, only booty goons. A vanishing Hold message. On. He I, said. I think there'll be. I think there'll be street, but I we gotta we gotta eliminate the the, the terminology of it because it's gotta be it's gotta be flyers. Booty goons is just. It's a it's a very watered down like thug like. I get gay what you say. I get what you saying. Trap. Send me, a, send me a watered down booty goon, Ray. I don't care what you're talking about. What, you mean, about what trap? do you mean to have T knocked down? What'd you it, say? T knock clock. T knock clock. Yeah, so I got a show with uh, Mangina. Um, who loves Mangina? And she kind of breaks down a lot of the different terminology. <laughs> Mangina? Yeah, Mangina. Shout out to Mangina. They're my kind of conversations, right? You yeah, gotta... no, it's deep. Like, I got, I'll got, i show you some of the scenes. It's really like, it, they, they take me into a very, very, um, a very personal world. And yeah. I get educated on it. And when I come out of the world, I'm like, okay, that's what's up. I yeah. mean, wow. Don't like, refer to any conversations with Mangina as deep, sir. Just... Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I'm trying to be hands on. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, but I do like the topics y'all probably touch on. You know what I mean? No, it's so touch on hard for people like you know in my world, and then people in like the Q world or or the LGBT world. You know, to have those conversations and understand each other is something new. And I think we we breaking the ice with that and breaking down barriers. You could be doing for the love of booty. I, I I don't for the um, love of a booty. Yeah. That's a great Get name. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Ray J's here. Know. I you know what? I don't you know what Charlemagne, if you help me produce that. I don't think I think you need to get somebody <laughs> from the community. <laughs> I, 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 I think I'm stuck together. I think you this is a match made in heaven. You need to get somebody from the community. Do, but I'm, if you help me, if you with me, it's a hit. We got to get somebody from the LGBTQ community to EP as well. Yeah, All right. No, 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 of yeah. course. I, yeah. It's the Breakfast Club Come on in. Wake that ass up. Now, I ain't about to go crazy, but this Ray J, and I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Uh, catheter in there and put some ah. medicine in there. Jesus. So listen, he was a young black guy. I was a young teen, and he was like, I, uh, only my mama does see me naked, and my wife does see me naked. She can't do this to me. So, I don't know. He was upset. And he wouldn't let me prep him. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't let you prep me either. Like, that's... I, I, soon as said, soon as you said catheter, I stopped listening because yeah. I heard about them catheters. Them catheters ain't no joke. <laughs> that would cry. I would well, cry. hey, can I shout out my new Instagram? After all that? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, yes. after all of the... In my own <laughs> lane, driving fast to Al. That's your Instagram? Yep. You done yes. made me pull my bunny eyes down with the, uh... With the, uh... With the, with the front <laughs> hole. You stupid. <laughs> Have a good one, mama. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can holler at us. Now, when we come back, uh, we got to talk about Cardi B. Cardi B was being a wife, as she should have been, and trying to squash some beef. We'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I knew that was Cap. Mm -hmm. And the reason I knew that was Cap, because backstage at the Grammys, and there's not no video. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. we, we've all been alive long enough to know when when a story is fake now an argument i'm making believe yes i can believe that possibly but how do we even know cardi was talking to those two just now no because people tell me it was that's what it was who told you that people backstage oh so your your report this is from envy no i heard i, I heard <laughs> that yesterday but i didn't want to say anything because i wanted to confirm it oh so I this is from envy i, I love you you can say too, it's from envy i don't care oh okay. <laughs> just make it sure yeah, i just want because you know you hear that it's like cardi's yelling that offset and quavo how we know Cause mm -hmm. she said she she yelled at somebody and then she said both of y'all called wrong. somebody the b word. She said yeah, she I said, said b word. She'd yeah. have been talking. I heard that, that. I read that. That makes me think she's talking to a woman. Yeah, she said both of y'all are wrong, but you know that's what she's supposed to do. I mean, in my opinion, that's 
you know, Offset's wife, and they're beefing him, and she she's playing her spot. That's what she's supposed to do. Charlamagne's saying that he got he need more facts. Yeah, you know we saying? know what era we live in, man. Mm-hmm. If Offset and Quavo got into a fight backstage at the Grammys, they didn't say a physical altercation. They said an argument. No, yesterday they said a fight. They no, said no. a physical fight. I, I, heard, I heard. I heard the figure physical fight. Yes. I heard physical. Fight. I mean, I just heard, but we all heard a lot of stuff. Right. Right? We was out here working. Right. Word. TMZ said physical fight. Shout and out to I Harvey. Like, I was like, there's no way that's happening with no, this video. I heard an argument. Now, also, people were uh, asking why Will Smith wasn't part of the 50th anniversary tribute, the hip-hop tribute at the Grammys. Now, you know, Will Smith was the first rapper to get a Grammy. So people just assumed he would be there. Grammys Snoop, Snoop Dogg should have been there, too. Snoop should have been there. Snoop, Snoop, you know, never, Snoop never won a Grammy. I didn't I know, know that until yesterday. Not 20 nominations. Mm-hmm. Never. But they said Will Smith was actually supposed to be there but couldn't be there because he's shooting Bad Boys 4. So that was the reason why he wasn't there. But he was... Scheduled to be there, but of course, when shooting happens, he couldn't make it. They need to give my cousin Snoop a Grammy. You and Snoop really related, right? Because you're from Mississippi, right? Mm -hmm. Word. What what kind of cousins? First, second, third? Nah, we like fourth. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, and lastly, uh, I guess uh, Brilliant Idiots, which is uh, Andrew Shelton, Charlemagne. Y'all were talking about you people, and something I didn't know. I didn't know Lauren London and Jonah Hill actually didn't kiss. I don't know if you know if I should share, but uh, the final scene—they don't even kiss. It's CGI. Get the f- out swear of to here. God, son. How's it CGI? I'm there. I'm watching the wedding, and I see them going for the kiss, and their faces stop like this far. And I'm like, I wonder how they're gonna play that in the movie. Oh, they're probably just gonna cut right there. But the movie—you could see their faces come close, wow. and then you could see their faces morph a little bit wow. into a fake kiss. Salute to Lauren London making Dr. Umar proud and real. That's what I'm saying. Me and Andrew thinking about launching the podcast, man. That's what we thinking about. I thought Ray J was about to get up and kiss me, man. <laughs> yeah, Ray just got did, up in the middle of the break. He got up and he was like, wait a minute, so you telling me that you can kiss and not kiss? Yeah. He started walking towards me like, what are you <laughs> doing, yeah, bro? Yo, it's real early right now <laughs> for that. <laughs> but I wonder why. I guess she just didn't feel comfortable kissing anybody. Man, drop one of Clues Bonds because she listened to Dr. Umar. That's why. What Doctor, what, right, what Doctor Umar are we talking about? He don't believe in that. He don't believe in black on white relationships. <laughs> he don't believe black on white people should be together. Black and white people should be married, dating, really? any of that. Yes, Doctor Umar. And if he feels like if you do, you might be entitled to some slashes. <laughs> lashes. Lashes. Oh, <laughs> lashes. Wait, like like lashes, like. Your no, eyes? not eyelashes. Like back in the day, slave lashes. Lord have mercy. I don't even know. I really don't know if Lauren and Jonah kissed. I saw it. I can't tell. I guess it. And now that when Andrew put well, that he was in my, there. he's in the movie. I know that. And when Andrew puts it in my head, and I look, I'm like, damn, it do look fake. Why <laughs> look they, fake. Why but they, they kissed twice in the movie? Why he though? just didn't get somebody with the same hairdo and then just do it like that and just be a real human instead I don't of CGI? Know. Mm-hmm. Only Kenya can clear this up. Kenya, Kenya, you got Kenya, Only Kenya can confirm this. Yeah. Kenya Barris. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, your president's going to address the nation. We'll tell you what he'll be discussing tonight, so don't move. We'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Thank you for Synthesizer's Instant Replay, Peanut Butter, and Standard Time. Are these just words strung together, or is it just some connection between them? I don't have the answer, but Crown Royal does. Curious? Well, that's an itch you can scratch this Super Bowl Sunday. Please drink responsibly. Doing that though. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host Ray J here. I thought Yo. I thought I was just the host though. Like we we talked and I said, you know, I like it. Th- I like the seat and mm-hmm. and you know, I feel I feel at home. I, I keep saying I'm at home, meaning like 
Like, I'm at home. You know what I'm saying? Not with your coat on. Yeah, you got that heavy-ass Montclair on. It's fly, though. Palm Angel. It's, it's, it's fly. That's why you still wear it. That's why you still got the trench on. Well, it, was, it was the outfit. Yeah. But I get comfortable. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Now, your president, Ray J, President Biden, is uh, going to be delivering the State of the Union tonight at like 9 president p.m. Ray Eastern J. Time. Are you going like to listen? President Ray J. It sounded good, but I know now you're President Ray J. Yeah. Oh, I got what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm not bad. Are you going to be watching tonight? Was, they said you was MAGA for a minute, Ray. Listen, I'm 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 for the people. <laughs> <laughs> what people, Ray? I'm for the people. He's for the people. <laughs> but he is going to be uh, talking about a, a bunch of different issues. China, climate control, gun violence. Immigration, uh, opioids, Ukraine, and he's going to be talking about uh, taxing uh, people that make over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars more. That's uh, called taxing the rich. He's going to be talking about taxing them more. Wait, never, they, wait, they, they're, not, they're not taxing the rich. They all say that in this cap. They're not taxing the rich because the rich is what keeps them in power. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be talking about that COVID nineteen and health, education, and the economy. He's going to be uh, addressing all this tonight again at nine p.m. Eastern time. If you want to uh, check that out. Is China on that list? Yes, China is on that list. Now, why I think a lot of people might not be checking out the president is because LeBron, he might be breaking the record tonight. (laughs) Which is the problem with our country, by the way. What you just said is what's wrong with our country in a nutshell. Yeah, he might be breaking the record tonight. He needs 36 points. Now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is the uh, current uh, league leader, uh, he will be in attendance. So if LeBron scores 36 points or more, he will be uh, the new uh, leader. Now, they're saying tickets are going for like $69,000. Wait, wait, wait. wait, $69,000 for where? To see LeBron play tonight. So at home. that's a floor seat. Uh, yeah, that's, that's court a floor side, seat. That's court right side. On the floor. Yep. No, 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 no. Yes. That's just regular. No, 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 no. That is court side. And then they're saying nine rows back, uh, uh, forty two thousand dollars. Forty two thousand. I only pay like forty five hundred for my court side tickets. Well, it's a big night. It's Ray. a big night. It's LeBron's gonna so be past the record. So will, will uh, Kareem? Would do you think he would have came to the game tonight if he wouldn't be possibly like, beating his record? No, yeah. he would just say be at home. Yeah. Yes, I think so. He's at the game because LeBron is possibly gonna break the record. No, that's just what I'm saying. I'm curious. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I want to. I'm doing my job asking like how I what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it on television. <laughs> and by the way, uh, watch the State of the Union tonight. Okay? Yeah, I'm watching that. Yes. Watch I'm the watching State that. of the Union. I like I like stuff like that. You <laughs> think it's a coincidence that they put LeBron on the same time as the State of the Union? They want to distract you from what's really important out here in this country. So they want you to watch LeBron or they want you to watch the State of the Union? LeBron. Okay, guys. Yeah, which one you watching on? I'm, I'm um, leaning well, towards I really, LeBron. I'm not really a basketball watcher. Man. Like, if I go to the game, either I'm betting on it or I'm like, just I need some to do some Raycon drops yeah, so. and, or something. I, I like being on. So which on one you watching, though? I'm going to watch the State of the Union. Yeah. And shout out to LA. I love y'all, but hey, man, I, I got to do I, I kind of want to watch LeBron. They're going to give me a good update to <laughs> the State of the Union. Man, y'all should have saw the meme they did when LeBron was like mad about the foul. Then they start playing One Wish, and it looked just like the move I was doing. Really? Man, he was like, he was like mad about that. My goodness. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, we got some special guests joining us. We have the Ellis's. They have a new book out, Kadeen and Deval Ellis. We over me, and we're going to talk to them next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake that ass up. Now, I ain't about to go crazy. But this Ray J, and I've officially joined the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. 
it was first date, but you know, you'll learn in the book that we have a very rich history. He and yeah. I actually went to elementary school together. Okay. So it was a thing where our paths kept crossing over the years, and finally, that first date was after meeting him at a banquet. Mm-hmm. We got to sit and chat, and there was just something about his charisma and his mm-hmm. energy. He like whatever he said he wanted to do in his life thus far, he had gotten it. So I was like, oh, this. This could be something. Did you know she was the one? He was the first time you met her? Nah, actually, I didn't. Damn it, man. Whoa. Listen. Listen. Whoa, you brave man. (laughs) You're right, brave guy. Wow. Damn it, man. Y'all gonna hit me with the Kevin Hart? I didn't say no like that. Like, damn, not. We talk on our podcast, and we said in the book, like, she told me she loved me after two weeks. And I was like, thanks. Yeah, that could be a bit much. I didn't know. That could be a turn off. It could have been. Yeah. I was 18. So you didn't um, say it back? And nah, I said thanks. thanks. And the reason why I said Damn. thanks... <laughs> Damn. See, then. And I still came back for more after the thanks, right? So who's the crazy one? Wow. So, But here's the thing, though. I said thanks because I was like, I don't want to lead her on. Am I going to be a liar and be like, I love you? And thanks. then not know if we're going to be together? So I was like, I didn't know what to say. So I said thanks. Mm-hmm. It makes me think, like, can you have a future someone if you can't see a future with someone? Like, you saw the future with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. And and it's funny. It's just the vibe, I think, that we had from early. It mm-hmm. was just talking about hopes and dreams. And he always spoke like a guy that was just far beyond his years. Mm-hmm. Like, even with plans for what he wanted to do financially with his life and his future. And he knew that he didn't want to play football long term. He wanted to eventually be an actor. So I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? He's like, I'm going to ride out on the scholarship. I'm going to see if mm-hmm. I could make the NFL if I'm at least on the practice squad. I can make a little money to build a little nest egg, move back to Brooklyn, get a mm-hmm. roundstone, renovate it. We live on the bottom floor. Like, we had a whole thing planned that out. That was the first date. We talked yeah. about that on our first, first date. date. <laughs> first date. And when I think like, about it now, 18-year-old kids don't speak about building their life like that. Mm-hmm. But when I remember, I was like, think I was thinking like that at 18. So, yeah. like, Did you ever think because he played football, he was an athlete, like, oh, he's going to be one of those? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And people warned me, too. They were like, oh, like, don't even get too involved, especially once... Time came for the NFL, and he was a prospect. Yeah. They were like, this is the part where you guys go your separate ways. Let him sow his wild oats. You focus on what you got to focus on. Mm-hmm. And if you make it out on top after he's out there with these NFL groupies, then maybe things will work out. You know? And it went so, both ways. They told me when I went to go play football, she wasn't going to wait for me. Mm-hmm. She was still in school. She was getting her master's degree. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, you think while you playing ball, she's going to be sitting back at Hofstra just waiting for you to come back? And there was parts of me I was like, dang, that's a tall tax. And it made me insecure. Like, there's a story we talk about in the book. Mm-hmm. When we couldn't find her for a day, she was uh, coming back from tracks in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was like a little mm-hmm. lounge I used to go to every Thursday mm-hmm. with my homegirls. And, and she ran into her uncle on the way back. Yeah. And he was like, you're not driving back to Long Island. You're going to come stay when, you know, you were drinking or whatever. And he was, she was like, I wasn't drinking. I was going to meal. So he went to stay. She went to stay with her uncle, fell asleep, left her car, her phone in the car. She always calls me when she gets back. Mm-mm. So now I'm in the locker room. I'm getting ready for team meetings and I don't get no phone call. I don't get no phone call. Can't I'm, concentrate. Can't at all. Oh, right? Can't. I wish women understood that. What? Um, I'm I really don't wish you understand how that makes us feel. What? No, when you talk I about know. it, bro, because I used to tell her all the time, to like, how day. do you not call me when you get places? To this day. Word up. So now I'm in the locker room, NFL rookie. I didn't even get to practice. I didn't get to practice because after that, her mom called me. Said, hey, we haven't heard from... No! Now you cried. You cried. You cried. What? Yo, nasty snot. Somebody got my girl, man. Like, I'm crying, bawling. Then my mom calls me. Um, Deval, I think you should come home. So now I'm thinking they found her and they don't want to tell Tell me because I'm by myself in Detroit. Oh, So I go to the security office. You in Detroit? I'm in Detroit. Detroit. I go to the NFL security's office. I'm like, yo, um, they can't find my girlfriend. And they've been having issues with people 
breaking in people's house, mm-hmm. taking people's oh, family man. members. This happens in the league a lot. Mm-hmm. Taking for ransom, all of it. Yeah. So they like, all right, you know, we're gonna get our people involved. They call the FBI. They broke into her phone. Mm-hmm. They called campus security. Broke into everything. Text like, messages. Everything. Text messages. Everything. Right. They're like, we have nothing. We found nothing. Like, we don't know where she is. How, what, what, give me the time span. How long? What's the matter of hours? This was, you I want to say I dropped her. My friend. The, the, another thing that is important to mention. Oh. This guy parked me in to my parking Double spot and wouldn't him. let me out the spot unless I gave him my number. That's the last what? conversation she yeah. had. We had on the phone. He just like was was like, no, I need your number. And I'm like, I'm really trying to get out this parking spot. So he was trying oh. to bully me to get my number. And I told him that what was happening. So yeah. he thought for sure homeboy followed God. me. Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking to put two and two together. So it was about maybe 2 a.m. that I about dropped About 2 a.m. you yeah. dropped. And, I, and literally as I turned the block, I pull up and my uncle looks and he's like, hey. And I was like, yeah. And Uncle Emil, big time protected. Like you're not yeah. driving he was back like, by you about yourself. To to Long Island, you in Brooklyn. Which is like, smart. Which is the yeah. Which I get. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. So how long were you missing? So then I was missing for about eight, eight hours. hours. You so you slept from two a.m. two a.m. to ten a.m. And then she got to her phone. It was just like, "Yo, what's going on with my yeah, phone?" Yeah, I woke up. I'm like, "Oh my god, where's my phone?" I get to the car Bruh. and I was like, "Oh, it's dead." The minute Bruh. I turned the phone on, it's like forty eight text messages, thirty something voicemails. My mom is in tears. She was like, "Don't you ever do that again?" Deval is on his way home. I'm like, "What?" Then That's I heard right. that part, and the I was Lions so embarrassed. I didn't make it to practice. The Lions got me in the flight. Oh my god! I'm in. I'm on my way to the airport. My phone rings. At first, when I was calling her, it went dead. Now I'm like, they got her phone. They turned it off. They sending me the voicemail. Then I see a phone call from the boss. I got her and there's the boss, and I'm like. Now they about to ask you for some money. Whoever this is about to ask you for some money. So I pick up the phone. Like, like, yo, what up? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, who this? She's like, hey, babe. Hey, babe. So, so yeah. show me. Show me. I tell you everything I went through, right? You would think my wife learned, right? Again? What, what happened this Deval. past weekend? It wasn't that bad. Again? It wasn't that bad. She, she, went, to get a, too, bro. she went to I'm get a you. massage, right? And she texts me, hey, babe, I'm here. I'll be on my way home. I'll be home at 6, mm. right? It's 545. I'm thinking she got to be on her way home. Of course. I'm calling like 10 minutes straight. Now I'm in the car, I'm about to pull out, I get phone call. Hey babe. I'm like, bro. I'm like, Nobody get like 360 on your phone. I, I have that. I have that. I have it on all my kids' phone. Wait, I know my wife is all like the time. Like 360. I got that. Like 360. Like 360. You know what's so crazy? Too. What, but yeah. what pisses you off the most is how nonchalant they act. Like it's nothing, like right? Like nothing. <laughs> all right, lesson learned. She's going to tell me, she's going to tell me, it's not that big deal, relax. I was just on the massage table. No, <laughs> man. I don't know why our minds work like that, but we think the worst, worst. possible scenario. So what was that know. argument like after that? Because now you, you you just can't let her live because it's the second time. You got to so. give her grace. You talk about it in the new yeah. book how yeah. you have to give your, your, your partner grace. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's, that's the big thing The biggest us. thing for us is learning how to communicate. You know, we came mm-hmm. from different communication styles. Oh, yeah. I grew up opposite i grew up an athlete nothing was ever good enough for my parents mm-hmm. like they were always being on hard on me like that then my football coaches extremely hard on me but that made me successful so i felt like hmm, if you love someone and you want them to be successful you should be hard on them so i used to be hard on my girlfriend if i saw that she wanted to do something the same way she, she was like how we gonna do that mm-hmm. she said she wanted to do tv how we gonna do it i'm on her Oh, TV, they weigh 120 pounds. You need to be in the gym. What are your grades like? You said you want to do this. You need to, re- to record more content. And she'd be like, bro, I thought I was doing the right thing. And after five years of marriage, that's when I kind of realized. Yeah, he was like, taking the football approach. He thought I was. I was like, I'm a teammate, yes, mm-hmm. but I'm not like yeah. a teammate on the football field. So coming from a background where my family rarely like had extensive conversations about anything, it was more so if something happened, you didn't feel so good about it, you feel a way. 
it'll blow over. Let's mm-hmm. just sweep it under the rug. Yeah, yeah. So attacking things head on, communicating about problems, mm-hmm. talking about how you felt. Like there was a huge learning curve for me yeah. with just figuring out how to Both of us. just eloquently even express or formulate in my mind how to tell him how I felt about it. So people see us now and they're like, man, I want to find me a DeVal. I want to find me a Kadeen. So we're like, well, <laughs> DeVal and Kadeen you see today is not the DeVal Hell and Kadeen no. that like, first met each other. Mm-hmm. This is 20 years in the making. Mm. All right, we have more with Kadeen and DeVal Ellis when we come back. Their book, We Over Me, is out today. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God, Ray J, our co host. We're still kicking in with Kadeen and DeVal Ellis. Charlemagne? You know, in the book, y'all talk about uh, friendship and how friendship is the core of the relationship, which I agree with too, but some people mm-hmm. would say a love should be the core of uh, a relationship over friendship. What would y'all say to that? I would say this more friendships last than intimate partners. People have boyfriends and girlfriends in and out of their entire life, but some people have friends their whole life, and those friends are allowed grace, right? You have friends that may do something to you, like, that's my homeboy, we'll, we'll figure it out. But a lot of times when it's love, it's like, you hurt me. Mm. And when you hurt me, I can't take, I, I can't, you know, rekindle that hurt. This is what we've learned over the past couple years. I no longer try to validate my actions by dismissing the way she feels about it. Mm. You know? And, and I think a lot of times in intimate relationships, not in, not in friendships, people do that. If your friend is hurt by something, a lot of times as your friend, you'll be like, oh my bad, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. But then when your girl does something or your girl's feelings are hurt, it's like, well, I didn't mean to hurt you. I, I did it like this and you shouldn't be hurt. You can't tell people not to be hurt by something you did. They didn't ask to be hurt. They hurt. That's right. So what we've learned how to do is just accept the other's feelings. You feel that way. I'm going to explain to you why I did it. I didn't mean to hurt you, but I accept the fact that you feel that way. And it's not just a, for a man to do to a woman. I be wanting my feelings to be validated that's too. It. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that's and that's the manliest thing I can say about it. Mm-hmm. When my wife started to validate my feelings and say she understands how I feel, she didn't always agree, but she understood. I said at least if you can understand, we can move forward. And that's mm-hmm. that's why I feel like friendship to me is the foundation because you have friends for life. Now let me ask you, you no, know, what do you think about that, Kadeem? No, I think um, he's spot on with that. And it's funny, for a while with DeVal, I would encourage him to speak his mind and say how he felt and then at the same time be like, man, you bitching and moaning every day about something. Like, <laughs> Yo, like that was you were saying? Literally. I was like, since when did feeling sharing no, become him, bitching and moaning? Tell him what you said. We were having a discussion, right? And this is for the first time in my life. I was just like, well, I'm going to be honest. This is how I felt and it hurt my feelings. And I'm going through why I hurt my feelings. She goes, you sound like a bitch. Wow. <laughs> Damn it, man. Right? Boy. Boy, How do you respond? So me being a very immature person that I am, I said, I don't got to sound like a bitch, but I can go get me another bitch. Because now I'm trying to hurt her. See, now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then it becomes that. I get the tip for that. It's immature. Like, we were like 26, 26, 27. We were immature. but And we tell these stories in the book because we like to tell people the stories to through the trauma. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it seem like everything was picture perfect. Right. Yeah. Because when people fall into a, a situation in their relationship where they're hurting each other, they feel like, I'm the only relationship going through this. And since I'm the only relationship going through this, I'm going to get out of here. Mm-hmm. But nah, we was just like, listen, that hurt my feelings. That hurt my feelings. I don't mean to do that. I didn't mean to say that. How can we get back to what we want to do? Yeah. And we spoke we, about we it. Try to, I try to encourage it now, too. Because, I mean, so, so often women are trying to pull at their men to mm-hmm. tell them, how do you feel? What do you need? What do you want? And the fact that I have a husband who I think is sometimes even an oversharer. Like, sometimes we just mm-hmm. talk. Like, for us, marriage seems to be one continued long conversation. Like, mm-hmm. it just never ends. Like, we're always talking about something. Mm-hmm. So, that's the thing that's been our saving grace for us. It's like just being upfront about how we feel off the bat. So, there's no guessing involved. Now, he's acting now. 
Mm-hmm. Well, he's been mm-hmm. active for a long time now. Yeah. So, did you ever have a problem with him lip locking with other? <laughs> <laughs> I low key like that. Like, really? Look at you. You're a, uh, you a, you a cucker? Well, let me tell you. What do they call them? What do people call them? Cuck queen. Cuck queen. Cuck queen. Cuck queen. Oh, love that. Mm-hmm. Now we're extending my porn vocabulary. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I actually, I think because I understand the industry and I realize like these sex scenes ain't really nothing super sexy about it. I'm and thinking not, about bro. the environment that he's in when they're actually filming that. Right, right. Um, but a funny story, two years ago, actually almost rolled yeah, up on two years, ago, yeah. he was filming an episode of Sisters or a season of Sisters. Mm-hmm. So I'm simultaneously watching the episodes that are on air and he warns me that he has this shower scene coming up with his co-star crystal so i was like okay all right and he was just like just so you know like it's, it's gonna be a little intense and i'm like mm-hmm. how intense can it be for bt like that's yeah, bt so the episode comes on and i see deval got crystal like legs over his shoulder she's up against the shower wall it's a blue light and i'm in, and it's just going and it's going and i'm like Oh, that's what we do, right? So I'm like, when somebody what say doing. that's what we doing, that's, that's what's never we good, doing, right? Uh-huh. That's what we doing. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what I did, I go on Amazon and I was like, blue light bulb. <laughs> so I ordered me a blue light bulb. The blue light bulb and a lamp came to the door. I screwed that joint in. He came home one day before Valentine's Surprised Day, him. and I was like, oh, you here? I went, put that thing together, put the blue light on. We only had an air mattress in the bedroom yeah. at this point. And let me tell you, got to work and our son Dakota, our fourth <laughs> hey, son, hey, yeah. is the product of the blue light the blue light, special, the blue light which special. is which is kind of weird because it was inspired from a scene between him and Crystal's his godmother actually, yeah. and he's you know born months later. So I can't tell yeah. him that story. I don't think I'll save the yeah, details. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell Dakota. I can't that story. tell him like, oh, you were conceived well, off the blue light special. He'll, he'll hear this later. I'm sure on he'll hear one day. He's documented now. But but I will say this though, I'm very deliberate about making sure that she is in contact with the women that I have these scenes with. So, for example, when we did our chemistry read, me and Crystal, Crystal FaceTimed her. I let her know beforehand, like, you know, we have some sex scenes. To me, I don't want it to ever be a thing where she feels uncomfortable. You go to a red carpet or you go to an event and that's the woman that I had a sex scene with and it's the first time you ever meet her. It's like, nah, y'all have this conversation beforehand. I'm always respectful, especially to my co-stars. Like, I'm never going to cross that line because... After the whole Me Too movement, you realize how easy it is for someone to feel uncomfortable in your presence. Have you ever felt uncomfortable in the workplace? I've never felt uncomfortable, to be honest. And I'm not going to out anybody, but women are very sexual too in the workplace. Mm-hmm. You know, they say stuff. They, you know, woman may smack you on the butt if you know what I'm saying. If they think it's just that type of environment, and you may feel comfortable as a man saying, "Oh, if that's what we doing." That's what we're doing. But what I equate it to, which may not be right, is kind of like I can make a joke on a white boy. If he make a joke on me about my blackness, I'm going to be pissed, right? If a woman says something to me about my physique, I'm going to eat that. I'm not going to now just comment about her body every time it. I see her. You know what? No, that sounds not. crazy. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Whoa, where did that go up? Where did that go up, bro? Let me ask you a question, right? So, yeah. so people got on me about a couple of weeks ago because huh? my wife went on a, a, a 20-day trip. Yeah, I seen oh, that. Yeah, I and they were you. like, yeah. how dare you? How you let her go on a I trip? Seen that. Would you let your wife go on a 20-day trip? So here's here's my thing. Right? I don't know how she would survive without me and the kids for 20 days. <laughs> and she fact. would spend the whole time calling me and to FaceTime the kids. And it would oh, annoy yeah, the shit out of me. Yeah. Right? Word. Me, I don't know how I would survive without my wife for 20 days. That's how I feel. Like, <laughs> if Kay tells me she wants to do something, I'm going to be 100% behind it. But I'm it was not, also a challenge to me. Six kids, no wife. <laughs> 
Oh. So, I mean, and you could do that, bro. Oh, yeah, you, I did no You could do that no, no, easy. The, the math homework was hard. I ain't even going to front. <laughs> oh, I'm not touching Third, the math homework. We don't need to do math, math homework. homework. I got we a hired a tutor, a tutor for Jackson for in what? Third grade. Third grade. Because that's grade. when the, the, the common math started the coming in. The regroup and the common core. Yeah. Bro. I'm bro, like, what happened me, to carry the one? Yo, on everything. Me and Jackson almost came to blows. Because I was trying to tell him the old school, carry the one. And he's like, no. You got to make it go to 10. And I'm like, what the f***? I got to go to 10. I've been, I've been doing math my whole life. You put the, put the one on top of that, cross the 800, and he was just like, no. I said, you going to tell me no? I'm your father. I don't care what your teacher say. Who so, was right? He was right. He was right. <laughs> it's new math. It's new it's math. It's literally man. new math. You got to yes. make all of the equations go to 10 for some no reason. Sense. Yes. And then it comes back a roundabout mm -hmm. answer when you could have easily did it in three seconds. And yeah. I said, I am it's not having a stroke trying to figure this out with my eight-year-old. Nope. Yeah, I've been getting that assignment to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Pass it on. It's bad. Yeah, it's it. They got bad grades, and then they, they come home like, Dad, did my homework, and then you get that. It's bad. So we had Lala up here guest hosting. And I, mean, I seen that. I did mind. see her, yeah. yeah. She, oh, she, came, she, did she came to mind because oh, I, I heard her, her clip on um, people not wanting to be married now or aspiring exactly. to marry. Yeah. What do y'all think of that? She said marriage is not the goal no different. More. I mean, I guess it's a case-by-case -case basis, but it doesn't. it's not something that's highlighted as the best thing all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So I think Deval and I, much like many other couples, because quiet as it's kept, we're not an anomaly. Like, there are a lot of, like, yes. you're a happily married man, happily mm -hmm. married man. There are a lot yes. of happily married people running around. So I just feel like by us sharing more of those stories, it's a way to kind of help the narrative around marriage, but also too, like I said earlier, making sure people know, like, do I aspire to marriage, right? You can't find somebody and be like, oh, well, this person makes me want to be married because what happens? That puts the onus on that person to always Correct. be this perfect image of what you were, what they yeah. were when they met you, or, you mm -hmm. know, and that that's so much pressure on one person. So, what if they falter? What if they change? Mm -hmm. What if they outgrow something? Then, no, are you still a marriage person or not, you know? So, I think you really need to decide, like, is that something you aspire to first? And then go from there. All right, we have more with Kadeen and Deval Ellis. When we come back, their book, We Over Me, is out today. It's The Breakfast Club. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, 
it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God, Ray J, our co-host. We're still kicking it with Kadeen and Deval Ellis. Charlemagne? Y'all have a chapter mm-hmm. called, uh, There's a Marriage After This Wedding. Break that down. So, while we were writing the book, we had discussed what our thought process was about getting engaged and being married. Mm-hmm. And Kadeen had admitted that she had never really thought about the marriage. Nope. Anytime I, had, yeah, anytime I had conversations with anyone regarding marriage or the wedding, it was the wedding. It was, mm-hmm. 
you know, what dress are you going to get? And, what, and who's the florist? And it was the planning of the day. Mm. At no point in time did anyone pull me aside and say, Kadeen, like, once you get married, yeah. here are some things to expect, right? You watch these Disney movies and it says happily ever after. No one sees what happens after yeah, yeah, they yeah, ride yeah. off into the sunset. Correct. So I felt like I was left in the dark. I feel like it was a setup. I felt like nobody prepped me on anything. And then I think there was also a beauty in that, though, because I felt like if I were to get advice from aunts, uncles, or grandmothers, it might have also been their jaded perspective of what their marriage was Correct. like. And I'm like, that could have been a turnoff, too. I agree but it was that. particularly difficult because I just did not think about or plan for what life was going to look like after the wedding. Mm -hmm. So the pressure comment had triggered a lot of women because they felt like, oh, so she pressured you to get married. And I was like... It wasn't the pressure to get married. It was the pressure to take care of all of the responsibilities once you decide you're gonna marry a woman. For example, I have to save the money to get you a ring. I have to decide how we're gonna propose. I have to decide after we get married, what is our life gonna look like? If we have financial issues, no one ever says, what's your wife doing? They always look at me as a husband and be like, so there was a lot of pressure on me to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can to be the husband that I wanna be. On top of that, once I proposed, I got cut <laughs> six weeks after by the mm -hmm. NFL, so I didn't have a job. So there was a lot of pressure on me because I'm like, hey, I was I was in the NFL when I proposed, and now we're planning a wedding, and I'm no longer in the NFL. How do I sustain the lifestyle of someone who was making a half a million dollars a year when I make no money? So yeah, there was a lot of pressure on me, but I, I understand how a lot of women could have taken that word pressure and felt triggered by it. But to me, I'm mm -hmm. like, as the man, I didn't care about the wedding at all. I didn't. I was focused on the marriage. I said, okay, after we get married, where are we going to live? What are you going to do for work? What am I going to do for work? Are we going to have children right away? That's how most men See? feel. Because I, I look at it the same way. Like, we spend all this money for this. Yeah. Right. F that. Let's do the future. Let's do the house. Let's do the savings. I Let's do the no, investments. No, Let's do this. Because no that's just for the show. Bro. You know, Jason Wilson was up here the other day, and Jason Wilson said, It's my God, too. Let's get, he said, Me and my wife got it together, together. Mm -hmm. So on that come up, you know what I'm saying? Like, we worry about things that it's what you got a partner yeah. for. She's going to be with you if she a real one. That's Absolutely. a fact. I mean, think about it. After the whole wedding situation happened, and then we went back, you know, the, the wedding was over. You know, it's spend for yourself at this point. Yo. DeVal looked at me. He said, you know, I don't want to go to Canada because he had an opportunity to I play ball in Canada. He said, yo, I want to start a business and maybe work towards this acting career. And I was like, all right, well, yo, so what on, we got to no, do? On everything. We had a house in Michigan. It was on an acre. It was on an acre. Four bedrooms, five bathrooms, living room, dining room, everything. Now we're back in an apartment in Crown Heights and she's on the bus. When I tell you my ego was freaking crushed, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I used to sit in the bathroom sometimes. I go in the bathroom, I'm going to the bathroom, babe. I be on the <laughs> toilet just sitting there just like, man, like how did I end up back here and I got this woman that I asked to be my wife and now she got to go to the mall and work. Like, imagine you tell a woman, yeah, I'm going to be an actor. I don't want to play football no more. I don't know how I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> But I'm going to be an actor. Matter of fact, I'm going to open a gym. I don't have no experience in kinesiology, but you tell your woman this, and she goes, okay, how are we going to do that? You, you don't got to tell me to imagine. <laughs> you yeah, 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 we yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know, right? it. We over me. That's We're it. Right. We've been through it. You see, and I know y'all both been through it. So when you when you hear, like, when people say, well, you know, why do you love marriage so much? That's why. I got yeah. a partner, bro. When when it was the worst of the that's worst, right. I could lean over like and be said. like, that's real. baby, It's the homie right here. How many days did we eat grits? <laughs> Yo, this is after like the grits. NFL. Grits. grits and that might be why that's Jackson. Our oldest son loves grits and eggs. Grits and like eggs. that's his thing. It was cheap. And it might be because I made that's it what three we times made a day. Forever. I, I was not trying to go buy no steaks. 
Right. You hungry, buddy? Well, you want breakfast? You want breakfast for dinner, right? The breakfast breakfast is the for best. dinner. That's the best <laughs> thing for breakfast. Grits and eggs every day. Can we give some of these books away? We, we got two up here. Can we give two away? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Nah, we over, we over me, man. That's right. 800-585-1051. Yeah. We got two books to give away. We, yeah, we, we keep it all four books you brought up here so we can give two away. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Right, definitely. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. give two books away today. Call us up right now and pick up the book. We over me and we appreciate you for joining us, guys. Nah, thank, thank you, y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Subscribe to the Deadass Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes we're on Patreon. Yeah. You can watch all the video content on Patreon. Yeah, so. we got some live shows coming up. Detroit, we still got tickets if y'all out there. Come, yeah. Come what up, Detroit? Where you get tickets from? Deadasspodcast.com. Go to deadasspodcast.com. You can That's get the it. last few tickets in Detroit. Everywhere else is sold out. LA is sold out. Texas is sold out. Chicago is sold out. Yeah. All of the book tours sold out. Uh, New York, DC. Philly. Philly and Atlanta is all sold out. So yes. we'll see y'all in Detroit, Nothing hopefully. Love. And bro, we love y'all. I love sisters, man. But see, <laughs> I watch sisters from the perspective of a comedy. <laughs> Oh, for sure. You have to. Oh, it, it is, is a comedy. Hilarious. It is. Like, really this, this, is. this is not the one where the dude hit the dude and he spun around. Yes, yes. man. No, come on, man. So I get my prostate ticket. <laughs> so, let, me tell you, let me tell you the truth about sisters and what people don't understand. Do y'all watch telenovelas? No. I mean, I, I, know, I know they are, though. Yeah. So telenovelas is a soap oh, opera, but there's comedy, there's comedy in the soap opera. Yeah. So when people first saw sisters, they were just like, why is this on primetime? Tyler put... A, a soap opera on primetime and added comedy to it so it's like a telenovela that's why the numbers are so crazy but people who watch it don't understand they're like this is funny but it's not supposed to be funny it's supposed to be a drama gotcha why do they so, want you to hate Karen so much I don't know and it be do I don't understand it be black women be wanting me to hate Karen so much and I'm like yo Karen might be carrying my baby we had a three year relationship I would never hate that woman they're like nah she mad disrespectful to Fatima a lot of it is the fact that people love Fatima so much mm-hmm. and she's the antithesis of what I need in a woman so they're like you gotta hate her in order mm-hmm. to love her and I'm like no it's a divine dichotomy I can love both of them at the same time okay divine dichotomy you know, like, yeah but, look at you with no, the SAT so, words but no divine dichotomy is the fact that two things that are opposite can exist at the same exact time mm-hmm. and people often think that they can't that's right. right so it's like my ex and my current girl I have to hate her in order to love my girl properly no I don't I can still have love for her it just didn't work out for us because we she wasn't my one mm. this one is my one I have love for her but I am in love with Fatima. Mm-hmm. And that's a great and question because on Twitter, that's what I'm always arguing with people. Why you still talk to Karen? Mm-hmm. Why would I not? Every right. woman deserves respect, especially if she might be carrying my child. Because mm-hmm. right. you if it is your to... baby, then what? Exactly. You can't you be a deadbeat. They're going to get you for yeah, so that was a deadbeat. This is why Charlemagne got the good job. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? That was a good question. Because on Twitter, that is always what they ask me. Mm-hmm. Why you still talk to Karen? I'm oh, like, we have a travel show coming out with the boys. Oh, what? no, no. Oh, yes, on Go yes, USA. Yes, yes. Um, yes. It's coming out actually this Friday, February 10th. So mm-hmm. make sure everybody tunes in. Glad you brought watch. that up. That's a good time. We got so to go take USA. the boys over. Go, go USA. USA. Yeah. Hold on, I do have one more question. How do you feel about putting your family out there so much? Mm. So as the kids get older, I'm not sure how much more they're going to be right. out there. I'm you just being honest, right? Yep. We, it got to a point where we're asking Jackson, like, hey, do you want to be on camera? And Jackson say no. The answer is no. Yeah, because he's 11 going on 12 now. Yeah, Cass has always been no. Cairo loves the camera. At first, this was a way for me to share my life. Like, I'm an artist. If I was a rapper, I'd be rapping about my family, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm starting to realize, like, my kids need to have say in what their likeness is. And just for safety purposes, too. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm mama beer mode. So yeah, I'm half the time, like, nope, leave them out. No, nope. Even if people see us in public, for the most part, people are very respectful. They come up and say Absolutely. hi from a distance. But Absolutely. They, they see us with the kids. They kind of know to, like, you know, stay back and stuff. So yeah. We have yeah. a, good, a good, strong, I, I hate saying fan good- base. 
but, but supporters, um, supporters, we have good yeah. supporters. Gotcha. Yeah, but the, the kids part. as they get older, especially yeah, going to school, traveling on their own, I'm probably gonna phase them back. I don't want them to have to walk around with security because their parents. You know, like, I just don't want them to have to. I want them to she, live. Some days nice I want to phase all the way off of social media mm-hmm. and just shut the whole the whole joint down. Well, she know, never but, wanted to do social media. Yeah. This this is so what's I crazy. I have my moments where I like go back and forth about it, just because again, safety, protective mama bear, all that. So. We just yeah. try to take the measures necessary when we do involve them. But the travel show was fun because it was something that we got to do. Travel the U.S. a little bit with the guys. And, and we executive produce all our content. That's hey, so that's I'm dope. not I'm not it. about letting anybody else have autonomy over my children's likeness or my family's likeness. Yeah, we turned on a so lot of stuff. We did. We turned on a whole lot of stuff. For like reason, yeah. Our manager over there in the corner be looking at us sometimes like, really? Y'all really <laughs> don't want to do that? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to do it if we can't control it. So, um... We just trying to own this as best as we can and just, you know, be we over me till we die. Hey, there we go. We over me. The book is out right now. That's right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our guest host. Did he um, leave? I don't think he left. He's not here. (laughs) Where's Ray J? I don't know where Ray J went. His whole crew, everybody. He left all his product, though. His product's there. His the chain is here. His apple juice is here. His bags are here. His bags are here. So I wonder what's in that bag. What you think is in this in those bags? I, I don't want ain't. I ain't got nothing to do with that. All right. Well, that's the one thing I don't do is go through other people's stuff. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Chris Brown. Rumor has it. Rumor. Rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now, you know, Grammy uh, night, uh, Chris Brown posted a bunch of Instagram posts. One was, uh, who the F is Robert Glasper after Robert Glasper won Best R&B Album for Black Radio 3. Then Chris Brown posted, I got to get my skills up. I got to start playing the harmonica. Then he posted a picture of himself playing the actual harmonica. Well, I guess Chris thought about it and said, you know what? Let me uh, hit Robert on DM and said, you know, look, congratulations, my brother. I would like to apologize if you took offense to my reaction at the Grammys. You were not the intended target, and I know I came off really rude and mean. After doing my research, I actually think you're amazing. The organization isn't doing us blacks our due diligence. You and I should never be in the same category. Two different vibes and genres. So from one black man to another, congratulations. Hope you are able to feed your family for life. God bless my G. How are the two different vibes and genres, though? R&B is R&B. Like, 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 what's what's the difference? I don't know because I've never really listened to Robert Glasper, so I couldn't tell you. But I guess maybe he's, I don't know. I think the problem a lot of times is uh, people think just because they haven't heard something or because they don't know about something, they don't think that that something is big. You know what I mean? So you don't realize how many people are into a Robert Glasper simply because you're not tuned into Robert Glasper. But I never heard. Have you ever heard a Robert Glasper song? I personally haven't. I haven't but well, I don't know what it is. somebody has. But, you know, maybe he has a point. Like, I, I think that's what Nicki Minaj was trying to say before when they were talking about rap and pop and how they put some records in the pop category and wouldn't put her records in the rap category. And she was just saying it has to be equal across the boards. I, I just never heard the brothers, to, you know, heard his music to, to, to make I a I think with, with Nicki, she was a victim of her, her own success because, sadly, mm-hmm. whenever uh, artists get as big as somebody like a Nicki Minaj has gotten, they start labeling them pop, right. which is whack. Right. The reality is pop is just short for popular. Correct. If that's the case, hip-hop has been pop music for the past 25, 30 years because mm-hmm. we're the most popular genre. Right. Now, also during First Take, I don't know if you've seen this, Stephen A. Smith and Jay Williams got into a, a, a nasty disagreement and argument talking about Kyrie Irving yesterday. 
I'm just saying how it's interesting to me. It just carries such a bigger momentum, in particular with you, more so than anything, anybody else. Jay, you know what? Stop telling us what you find interesting and just tell us what you feel. No, my job is to be interesting. You say, I find it interesting. You always say that. Say what you're saying. He thinks you're too preoccupied with Kyrie, too hard on Kyrie. How many times have I mentioned Kyrie Irving over the last few weeks? I don't seem to be the one being triggered right now. I'm always triggered. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Okay. I've seen you. No, I no, watch no your problem. show every so, day. So what right, are we talking about with you? Kyrie or is this personal? It seems personal. I don't want it to be personal. What? For me with Kyrie? Yes. You One million percent. You of all people with all the interest you have got the nerve to sit here in national television and tell me I'm getting personal with a player? That's why we love first take for that exact reason. <laughs> they do get personal. With the players. debate. Yes. The tension. Yes. And yes, everybody's personal. There's not a person that, uh, you know, steps in front of a microphone, you know, who doesn't take certain things personal for That's whatever serious, reason. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it just depends what the situation is. And and all you might have a, a relationship with the person. Or you might really see where the person is coming from. Like everybody approaches this with a, a certain level of, you know, taking it personal. Absolutely. Uh, Ray J's back. Yep. I'm back. Go? I'm happy to be here. You want to smoke some weed? Nah, it, I want to, but I I left it in upstairs. You know, it's, it's, weed upstairs. it's legal in New York. You know that, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I left it upstairs, but then I I, I feel like I wanted to come back in here with a cl- with a clear, clear mind, mind and a pure heart. Why you got your shades on and your hoodie up so crazy? There I was you vibing. Go. Stop looking suspicious. There you go. <laughs> now you now you look less suspicious. <laughs> less suspicious. Still suspicious, but less suspicious. Now, lastly, Shannon Sharp was talking about John uh, John Morant and his crew over the laser incident. If you don't know the laser incident, allegedly John Morant's crew uh, seen the refs and shined a laser on them, and it was this big thing. And Shannon Sharp talks about it. John's a really good basketball player. John did everything he could to lift himself and his family out of this type of environment and to get away from this. And for some reason, he wants to surround himself with these type of people. Why? Boy, you not hard. That's not your life. People that in that life would give anything to be in your life. For some reason, you work 30, you work all, you got a $200 million contract and you want people in the NBA to think you hood. To think you gangster mm-hmm. because you roll with these type of people, bro. You putting yourself in harm's way when you don't have to. All you do is yap into my oh, I'm gonna let him live to see another day. I'm gonna do this. You're not gonna do nothing. What you're gonna do is get yourself in trouble, put yourself and your family in harm's way when you don't have to. Shannon, Shannon, you're not wrong. It was, what, 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 so was it a laser like this one? Yeah, probably. Like, like you like stop pointing like that at me. Yes. No, no, no. It was upstairs. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I was up at J. Cole where I went the always. You pointed at J. Cole? No, no, no. You're no, gonna I'm... ruin your whole life, Ray J. You <laughs> see your Raycon. It's yeah. a hundred million dollar company. You're yeah. gonna ruin your whole life pretending to be a thug. Well, Cut I'm, it out. I'm, I'm a founder, but shout out to Ray Lee. Talk the that CEO. talk. He the CEO. Okay. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I wanna I'm a CSO because mm-hmm. I'm good at strategy. Okay. But right. I will say that, that, is, that, oh. is J, that is John Moran's best friend, right? So they grew up with each other. But as his best friend, knowing what John Moran has at stake, he should fall back a little bit. But he, he shouldn't put his friends you know, life in, in jeopardy, so and friend's bla- career he, in he, jeopardy. He, he did a gun? No, see, no, we don't know. No, see, that's the problem. We I don't know what it is. We always only tell one side of the story. I'm listening. Ja Morant, uh, and it's been proven that the NBA could not corroborate the claim that Ja Morant's entourage pointed gun laser at the NBA. A laser. They said gun laser. They said it was like, a laser. This is a lesson laser right whatever. here. So whatever. It could be a the lesson laser. The magazine said gun laser in the headline. And they said an investigation was conducted following the reports and the NBA could not corroborate the story. So why are people running with that story then? They're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These like, stories is like, getting out. I love it. Like, they going to, like, for me, it feels like it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. But the reason I said that is his best friend did run on the court and start arguing with players. Oh, that's different. 
Well, what? was the game over? I see both sides. <laughs> no, come on, what man. Happened? Were they was about to jump Ja? What was going the on? The players wasn't going to jump him. Now, if somebody came out the stand, I get it. They, yeah, they come on the ja. court. Because of reflex. Ja. He, I like his he, game. He gotta, you know, it's, it's, it's just a reflex. We yeah. see, you know what I mean? We saw when uh, who was about to scrap and Nipsey stood up, God bless the dead, and was about to pull his pants up and run on the court. <laughs> and looked like he was about to squabble. Oh, a little LeBron bit. was about to get into was it. Was it Brian? I think it was Brian. Kobe? A Kobe. Why I don't remember who it was. I'm just saying, that's just a reflex. You see one of your people's on the court, you might be like, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like Ja and I like Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp is he be keeping it one hundred. He do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He right. be having the cold outfits too. He just started getting the cold outfits now. Yeah, well, he had the, the cardigan. Carnig- the cardigan. The cardigan. How cardigan. you say it? Cardigan. 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 That's what that chain almost looked say. It looked like it say until I put my glasses on. Oh my goodness! Because it say. Carcella. <laughs> Sh- Charlamagne, who you giving your donkey to, man? Before after the hour, man, we're going to uh, have a conversation about why it is necessary that we all uh, pay attention to Proverbs 13, 24. Okay? You know that proverb about uh, sparing the rod, spoiling the child, mm-hmm. or something like that? We'll talk about it for after the hour. Are we right. talking fishing rod, or are we talking... Right. Talking to Rod, you pulled out on... Never Don't mind. do it. Don't you do it. It's a married <laughs> man over here. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Thank you for synthesizers, instant replay, peanut butter, and standard time. Are these just words strung together? Or is it just some connection between them? I don't have the answer, but Crown Royal does. Curious? Well, that's an itch you can scratch this Super Bowl Sunday. Please drink responsibly. You don't hear the date. You do dumb ass. You don't hear the date. You do You are a donkey. I'm a fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Tuesday, February 7th is one of the most heartwarming donkeys I've heard in a long time. Okay, now today's donkey is only 13 years old, so he's a juvenile and his name hasn't been released. Okay, I don't have a problem with that because public shame and ridicule isn't what this boy needs at 13. He needs discipline, love, and based off the crime he committed, probably some psychotherapy. No, not probably. This young man needs uh, psychotherapy. Trust me, if I had gotten psychotherapy at 13, I wouldn't have made a lot of the mistakes I made, okay? Young brothers just be needing attention and guidance, okay, and an outlet to express our frustrations because when we don't get that attention and guidance, we can tend to make poor decisions. And that's what happened to this 13-year-old young man. See, he decided to put the pistol to the pastor. That's right. Lord, they down here robbing reference. Let's go to KMOV CBS 4 for the report, please. Of carjackings and stolen cars in St. Louis is not slowing down. The latest victims, a church pastor and a local children's charity. The pastor tells News 4 he's thankful to be alive after two boys appeared to be in middle school, put a gun to his face and took his van. This is surveillance <laughs> video of the incident last night in the parking lot of Carondelet Baptist Church in South St. Louis. Police say the two boys did not get far. They hit other cars as they drove away and abandoned the van they stole just a few blocks from the church. The pastor says he had to explain to the teens how to start the vehicle because they seemed to be inexperienced. 813. And because of their inexperience, because of it, I didn't want them to say, hey, this isn't working out. Shoot the guy and go. Mm. I mean, seriously, I was trying to think a step ahead of them. The teens ran from the scene. The pastor says he pressed charges because he wants to hold them accountable and he wants to prevent this from happening to anyone else. 
I agree with him. Okay, when I was young, my daddy, uh, salute the cowboy in Kipfield, South Carolina, dropping a clues bombs for my pops, man. Uh, my daddy used to say, boy, them N-words so crazy, they will shoot in church. Okay, the meaning behind that is some places used to be considered sacred. Some people, you know, some people used to be considered sacred. I mean, the toughest gangsters wouldn't dare rob a pastor. Okay, robbing a reverend is like robbing God to a certain extent. And now we know why Jesus has not fulfilled his promise to you Christians of coming back. Why would he? All right, think about that for a second. Y'all been killing God's messengers, Jesus being one of them, uh, for the longest. Now y'all jacking them? How you sticking up the scripture spitter? Okay, now I know y'all heard me say this is one of the most heartwarming donkeys I've heard, okay, in a long time. I probably shouldn't have led with that because y'all probably wondering what was so heartwarming about the pastor getting robbed. The answer is nothing, okay, but it's everything that happened after that. See, that little boy got caught, okay, and he's currently charged with first-degree robbery. You know how he got caught? Uh, not just because they wrecked the cars. It's because someone identified that little boy and turned him in. Not just to someone, someone who knows him very well. In fact, the person knows that little boy better than he knows himself. Let's go to NBC5 for the report, please. New details tonight about a 13-year-old accused of pointing a gun at a pastor's face and then stealing his car. Today, we learned the teenager's mom is the one who turned him in. Mm. Today, that teenager faced a family court judge and five on your side's Justina Cornell's in studio right now to explain what's next. Yeah, Mike and Ann, so the 13-year-old boy, his family, and the victim of the crime were all in court today. Now, Pastor Mike Coleman with the Carondelet Baptist Church learned that the 13-year-old boy will stay in custody for the time being. Wednesday morning, one of the teens arrested, a 13-year-old, was in court. Police say his mom turned him in over the weekend. His mother becoming aware of the event and questioning her son and, uh, and turning him over to this juvenile court uh, for prosecution. And investigators are still working to locate the second suspect. God, God bless that mom. Round of applause to that mom, man. Salute to that mom. I don't know how old that mom is, but that mom clearly is works too hard on her karma she has clearly cleaned up her sins been baptized give her tithes and offerings she clearly has done everything she needs to do to get into heaven and she is not about to lose her blessings fooling with this little human who came out her vagina okay she is not about to be an accessory to his holy heist now is this an example of gentle parenting or conscious parenting? Because gentle parenting is the parenting style that's composed of uh, empathy, respect, understanding, and boundaries. Conscious parenting is about letting go of, you know, a parent's ego, desires, and attachments. So which one is it? Conscious parenting, gentle parenting, or is this simply, uh-uh, find somebody else to do it parenting, okay? And when I say find someone else to do it, this means that as a mom, she probably has done so much to keep him out this position, but that little hard-headed boy won't listen. Okay, she probably been telling him, you're going to end up in jail or dead if you keep going down the path you're going down. And now look, jail at 13 because you out here thieving for offerings. Okay, so now I done did all that I can do. Now I'm letting the system put some fear in you. Okay, if one does not discipline a child, he or she will never learn obedience and good manners. In this case, if mama don't turn this 13-year-old boy in, he's going to end up dead or in prison forever. Because if you already robbing passes at 13, my God. I'm not mad at his mother at all. And if you think your mother is a snitch, an op, then sit your ass in that juvenile detention center until you get some sense about you because you got life all the way effed up. Now, let me ask two fathers in the room. Uh, mm -hmm. We got Envy and Ray J here. Mm -hmm. uh, 13-year-old child robs a path to that gunpoint. Your child, you turning him into police? 13-year-old It's your kid, child, Ray. And he. Oh, I've turned my own child in? Would you? If they robbed did the pastor. Take, did he take all the like the collection too? Like all of the like money from the Man, he robbed the pastor. The pastor was sitting in his car, man. 
Oh, but he didn't take the collect like the church money that they gave. <laughs> what does it matter? He tried nah, to rob the pastor yeah, at gunpoint. I'm taking my my son home, and then I'm talking to him. Okay, I'm not gonna report him to the police. It's my son, 13 years old. He already putting pistols to pastors. But that's like if you like these like it's a bunch of people tripping on people snitching like and, and they just friends. Like it's my son. <laughs> Bridget don't want to be a snitch. What about no, you I'm just you? saying there's a difference between snitching and then turning your your son like. That's over. I'm not turning my son in. That's not over. Turning yours in? That's, no. that's like a, no that's, that's a different word. He didn't kill snitching. nobody. He robbed him. I'm gonna beat his ass. I'm gonna make robbed him, him with a pistol. Now. I'm gonna make him bring that that, but that was stuff it a back. Real gun and was it loaded? <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> I'm gonna make him bring the stuff back. You know, we gonna believe him. We gonna leave it at the pastor's door and what I'm gonna beat his ass. But I'm not take, turning Andy? him in. What did he take from him? He robbed, I guess he took so his listen, money. If, or whatever. If you know, if they don't learn the consequences of their actions, right? You know it's only going to escalate. If they already putting the pistol to the pastor at 13, I'm not turning my son. I'm not turning my son. What did the pastor have that made him rob him? What did he take from the pastor? He had a gold chain, Ray. Raycon headphones. Yeah, Raycon headphones. The narrative is not all the way there. He was just saying, like, he robbed the pastor for what? Jesus. What did he get from the pastor? What did the pastor have in his pocket? Like, what did he get from him? Did he take his wallet? Did he take Maybe he took his wallet. Maybe he took some money. Maybe he took his jewelry, his watch, his Rolex, and all that. Always, always remember Proverbs 13, 24. Whoever <laughs> spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to turn their ass in the police when they out here committing crimes against clergymen. Please let Remy Ma give this little 13-year-old juvenile who robbed the reverend the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw. Shout out to Remy Ma. I want to do this show with you, Remy. And, I, and we got to get on the phone. Would you turn in your child? I don't know. So you just gave <laughs> us that whole speech. <laughs> you just gave us that whole like, speech. Oh, do this. Oh, he robbed the pastor. He robbed the this. And when he goes to jail, he's going to do this. And then it's going to happen to this. And this know. is just the start. <laughs> I, I applaud. Man, I, you guys I, are cool I, together. I, I applaud this mom for doing it, but I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't turn myself. If I was in that situation. No way. I like how you man. guys go get back, go back and forth and stuff. I guess dope. And I don't have a son, so. I got four daughters. I don't know. I really don't so know. Let's what say I your daughter did it. Let's say your daughter I don't pulled the Cleo and just ran up on the hammer and robbed the pastor. I don't know. I think I don't know. I'd, I'd be thinking, damn, what, what did I do wrong that she would have to do that? I'm not. You know I'm what not, me? I'm not doing that. Right. I'm gonna take a Herberol. A what? A Herberol. It's a natural Addy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what are we doing next? Uh, we had. Um, the Ellis's. The Ellis's here last uh, last hour. That's right. They have a book Bridget, out right now. Okay. Y yes. But they said Kadeen this, and I thought this was interesting. Listen, listen. Y'all have a chapter <laughs> called uh, There's a Marriage After This Wedding. Break that down. So while we were writing the book, we had discussed what our thought process was about getting engaged and being married. Mm -hmm. And Kadeen had admitted that she had never really thought about the marriage. Nope. Anytime I, had, yeah, anytime I had conversations with anyone regarding marriage or the wedding, it was the wedding. It was, mm -hmm. you know, what dresses you're going to get and, what, and who's the florist. And it was the planning of the day. Mm -hmm. At no point in time did anyone pull me aside and say, Kadeen, like, once you get married, yeah. here are some things to expect, mm -hmm. right? You watch these Disney movies and it says happily ever after. No one sees what happens after yeah, yeah, they yeah, ride yeah. off into the sunset. Correct. I agree but it was that. particularly difficult because I just did not think about or plan for what life was going to look like after the wedding. Mm. Is that something that we do? What you mean? Do work on work that, on the marriage? Yeah, do we plan for life after the wedding? Or is there even a plan? You know what I mean? Is there is there a, is there a blueprint to being married? Let's talk about it when we come back. 800-585-1051. We're all married brothers up here. We'll discuss yep. when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yep. Yep, it is. Wake that ass up. Now I ain't about to go crazy, but this Ray J. And I've officially joined the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Hello, 
comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our guest host, Ray J, is here. You hey. better know it. No nonsense, Ray, today. That's right. Now, uh, we were talking about the Ellis's who joined us earlier, Kadeen and DeVal, and we were talking about their relationship and talking about marriage after wedding, and this is what they said. Y'all have a chapter <laughs> called, uh, There's a Marriage After This Wedding. Break that down. So, while we were writing the book, we had discussed what our thought process was about getting engaged and being married. Mm-hmm. And Kadeen had admitted that she had never really thought about the marriage. Nope. Anytime I had, yeah, anytime I had conversations with anyone regarding marriage or the wedding, it was the wedding. It was, Mm -hmm. you know, what dresses you're gonna get and and who's the florist, and it was the planning of the day. Mm -hmm. At no point in time did anyone pull me aside and say, Kadeen, like, once you get married, here are some things to expect. Right? You watch these Disney movies, and it says happily ever after. No one sees what happens after they ride off into the sunset. Correct. I agree. But it was particularly difficult because I just did not think about or plan for what life was gonna look like after the wedding. Yeah, they have a great chapter in their book called, uh, you know, The Marriage After the Wedding. And, and, and basically, you know, it's the work that has to be done after you say I do. And, and I, I don't know if there is a blueprint to being married. Like, what is the work that needs to be done after one is married? I don't know if marriage is something you can game plan for. I think, you know, with marriage, we got to remember the fourth agreement, which is always do your best, because I don't believe you can prepare for everything that marriage will throw at you. No, you definitely can't prepare. And, and like you said, marriage is something that you consistently work on. I mean, it's so many different people. People are growing. People are involving. You have to understand people's feelings. And it's not just because y'all been dating, but now you have to understand somebody. When you go to work and you and you come home and you had a bad day, you take that energy out on your partner. How to deal with it. How to deal with everything in a relationship. So let's go to you, Ray. Ray Jizzle. You Ray, been, Ray, how, how, you how been married? How long, Ray? We've been married for six years. Six years. Congratulations. You had a lot of ups and downs. Public. Some things have been public. Y'all... Yeah. Called for divorce sometime and got yeah. back together. Y'all back yeah. together now. Yeah, I love Princess, man, and I, I think that a lot of times, I mean, because I can only listen to people who's been married for twenty years or fifteen, and they they kind of gave us like the, the timing of when it gets rough, and then you get over this year hump, and then mm-hmm. it kind of smoothes out. How long you been married? Twenty two. I've been married since two thousand fourteen. I'm not good at math. What's that? I got it. I can do but it. I've been with my wife for nine 25 years. years I've nine been years. with her for 25 nine, years. Eight years, nine years this nine year. Years. It'll be nine years this year. Nine but I've been with my year. wife for 25 years. I've been so with my wife 28. When, so it, around the like sixth, seventh year, was it rough? Or right, fifth, fourth to fifth? Um, I, I mean, you guys have been married for so long. And oh, no, no, no. Like yes. With marriage, yes. Because when I got married, 
I hadn't let go of a lot of my childish ways. So I was still out here in these streets. Got you it. know what I mean? Doing things I ain't had no business doing. You know what I mean? Infidelity and all of that. So yes, yes. So yeah, yeah I, so around this time, like we, I just felt like it, you know, that I really wanted to um, just be a good husband, but then I don't, not only that, be a good father mm -hmm. and the time in a, away from them and the kids and not being there every single day, every hour, mm -hmm. you know. Did you have a lot of insecurities? For myself, I had a lot of insecurities and being married, it, it kind of exposed that. Like what, what do you mean? Um, my wife is is beautiful. She's smart. She's intelligent. And, and I, I was scared. Had a book come out too. Yeah, we had a book came out. It's called Real Life, Real Love. We talk about that. And at first, I was scared that if she left, she might see somebody that's smarter than me, that looks better than me. That that's not hard though. It's very hard. It's very difficult, actually. It's but, hard. Very, hard. Hard. very hard. difficult. Hard. Hard. Low, bro. It's very hard. Very <laughs> difficult for her to find somebody smarter than you. No, it's very. Right that's actually trying, very right difficult. Trying to be serious. I'm trying to be serious. You want to keep him serious? No, he made it sound like I want to be serious. But go ahead, get ready. Just talk to me. No, no, I'm saying y'all making me lit because y'all like I want to get litter. Cause y'all making me laugh. Let's talk about the work serious. that it takes yeah, to marry. Yeah, yeah, let's go like, back right, to being serious. We're be all being work. serious. He want a joke. So, <laughs> what's the work we so, all yeah. had to do in our marriages? Compromise. Ooh, communication. Compromise, communication. That's a good one. Right there. And, and down, also, people. yeah, communication and really, it's like if you feel a certain way, express yourself about it. Absolutely. If you let it linger and then nobody knows, and then it's just an attitude that's in the air, and you just, what's wrong? Were that's you scared wrong. to express yourself? Were you scared to ask questions? At times, yeah, it depends on the question mm -hmm. because there's questions you want to ask, but can you handle the answer? Ooh, mm -hmm. what did you have to compromise? A lot of things, um, just making sure that I that I stay in communication all the time, um, listening more, um, going out more, and spending time outside and mm -hmm. inside, and and really just kind of like making my wife my close friend. Absolutely, and, 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 and roll, and we roll together, and we do everything like as far as fun together. Because a lot of times, dudes want to go hang out with their friends and have the fun, and That's then right. come back, and, and you got to think your girl or the dude been in the house for days, mm -hmm. and you just want to come back and lay up because you're tired. Did and we? You, uh, had, you had a long week, right? We, we've been scared straight in a lot of different ways. I, you know, rated. You know, they. You actually gotten divorce papers, right? Well, yeah. Well, actually, we both fouled. Damn. Like, I fouled, she fouled. Y'all didn't really want that, though. I think deep down we didn't. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But a, a lot of times people are stubborn. Like, well, I'm ego. stubborn. And, 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 and I think it hurts to think that a lot of times if your ego got in the way and you actually got divorced and you didn't want to, but your pride got in the way, that's scary. Mm -hmm. What did your friends, and, and you know, you're very close to your mom, of course. What, what did your family say during that time? I really don't go to them for that. For relationship advice really? like I, Because yeah I think that's That's dangerous Right I love Princess She loves me Can't nobody tell me How to feel Or what to do mm -hmm. They can only guide you And help you But when they're done Telling you what you What you either want to Or not You still gotta go back home Right And you still gotta deal with it From a man's perspective Or a woman's perspective So I just think Just that one on one Tight knit Nobody can come in Between these walls yeah. And if we got issues Let's deal with them If we don't then let's enjoy ourselves together and like what do you think about what we did what is that what did that's when it get besides the tv show yeah was there did y'all go see therapy or was a therapist or was there a, you know a pastor preacher or somebody to be the middle person in between y'all or y'all just worked it out yourselves we just worked it out and I, I know we went we had a therapist like a lot of stuff we do on on the show mm -hmm. is still needed Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And the show for me, when I watch each season, I'm like, 
every, like the first few seasons of Love Hip Hop, I was terrible. Mm-hmm. I was embarrassed to be who I am. You were. I was right, and I and I looked at myself. Nobody needed to tell me what I did. I could see it, mm-hmm. right? And so I used the show every year to either watch myself do bad or mm-hmm. or see myself enhance and upgrade. And so that's why I appreciate loving hip hop, which is crazy because a lot of people would never say they appreciate yeah. loving hip hop, but I just do because I was able to I was able to watch my plays and then make my changes from watching myself. I'm glad y'all beat that curse, man, because reality mm-hmm. TV be breaking couples apart. I'm glad y'all Absolutely. beat that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no the only one clapping. I'm the only one giving nah, for sure. that's 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 Can we have a yeah can we have a bomb too? We'll drop a bomb and drop on the clues bomb for That's which princess whose bomb is that? Clues bomb. So Clue has his own bomb here? Yeah. yeah. I know he always been dropping bombs, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah Clue has his own bomb, man. So you like, you guys don't have one? No, no we use Clues. Mm-hmm. What do you have? A sound effect. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have nothing. The hee-haw? Oh, you guys don't? Yeah, you got Oh, yeah, you do have the hee-haw. Who does the hee-haw? Who does that? A donkey. Oh, a real one. A real yeah, one. I got a real one. I bought a real one in here and recorded it live. Get out of here. At the old studio. Well, it, was it was crazy. Well, not in this studio. Yeah, the old so studio. So how did you make the donkey do it? Did you hit him? Like, how did he go? Yeah. No. Like, you, how got, you, it? you know what I did, really? I played one wish, and then you put a little pinky in it. I was just about to say, you was doing too much pinky action. <laughs> like, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was going to say something, but then you actually was going there. So I'm like, damn. Okay. That's exactly what happened. Let me hit you This whole show has ADD this week. Like, we just go all over the place. The question is 800-585. After the wedding the marriage yeah. that's when the marriage starts what's the blueprint, to being, what's the blueprint for being married after what is the, the work that the needs to be done alright let's talk about married. it when we come back it's yeah, the breakfast like, club good morning after the wedding you go have a good time well <laughs> I mean after you, when, you know what it's the breakfast club that's good morning what I'm saying it's time to get it popping legally I know it man I like it call me and your opinion to the breakfast club top come on 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our guest host, Ray J, is still here. No nonsense, Ray today, Raycon Global. Period. Yeah. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about uh the Ellis's Kadeen and Deval. That book, We Over Me, is out right now. It's and called what now? We over We, we over, over me. me. We like we together over me yeah. by myself. I like that. Yeah, right. yeah. We over me. We Correct. over me. What about he and she? Or they? That he yeah, and she and they? Is we. That's and she together okay. is weak. I just asked a lot. I got just asked a lot of questions. That's all. That's cool. Like I'm curious. So we're asking about the blueprint for marriage, right? And we got Vicky. Talk to us. So I think that if you get premarital counseling, premarital counseling will give you a foundation to actually build off of. A lot of people don't want to subscribe to it, but it gets your mind off of the wedding and it allows you to build with one another. And mm. our premarital counseling included what did we see growing up. What are things that we would like to carry over? What are things that... And that allowed us to say, okay, unconsciously, we may do things that we saw growing up. So if I start to act out a certain way, my husband would be prepared mentally to say, okay, that may not be her consciously doing that. That may be an unconscious thing that she's repeating from what she saw growing up. Ooh, and I like that. now have a conversation with one another so he can point it out to me and say, hey, remember we talked about this. You know, this is you're starting to do X, Y, and Z. Which would prepare me not to take it personally. So (laughs) I think there's premarital counseling and then 
that a lot allows you to have a person that you can now go to two or three months later when things start to appear and creep up. I, and I agree so, with you. I think, I think there should do. be. I think there should be somebody before you get married to talk to that break things down. Don't don't mind Charlamagne and Ray J up here no, laughing. They're not laughing at you. Class with Ray J. <laughs> Both of them. But I agree with you, Vicky. And I agree with you. Vicky is Vicky's right. Though. Vicky ain't wrong at Vicky's all. Vicky's right. But Ray J looking at me like what? I'm listening to Vicky and I'm and I'm in, into it and I'm focusing. And he look at me and see me focus and start laughing and it's like, dang, I was so focused. And then, and now both like, both like, of y'all go to the principal's office. Both of y'all need to go to the principal's office right now. Vicky not wrong though. Y'all were teachers' nightmares. I could tell. Like both of y'all were teachers' like, nightmares. I was so into oh, what Vicky was saying. No, you wasn't. Just, no, I wasn't. Y'all were laughing, laughing at Vicky. Made me laugh and it got funny. It got funnier. Vicky, you're right. There should be pre-marriage counseling that that help couples and break things down that that especially newlyweds just don't know because there's so many things that I didn't know about him so Charlemagne and definitely nah, not yeah, no no Vicky for real no you right Vicky hung up but you know the oh. thing about premarital <laughs> counseling the thing about premarital counseling even though I do agree with Vicky you don't know what you're talking to the premarital counselor about because you haven't even encountered none of the the issues that you'll have in your marriage how right, was but the premarital counselor's life how was her relationship you get That's what I'm true. saying? Right. Like, she's not a counselor, though. She's a counselor. But it doesn't, like, you're talking about a you're counselor right. without the facts of science, right? Like, it's a guess. We don't know how their relationship is. Like, we don't know how they're doing. Gonna, That's true. Doctor, if he's a hard doctor, he's going to make sure your heart works. Right, 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 right. And a marriage counselor is like, I can't, and shout out to all the marriage counselors. I don't want to mess up nobody's business. But there's no scientific fact that, that is what true. they're saying is right. You're right. I got That's right. Relationship. If the, right. A marriage counselor Every and everybody else, is a, everybody else saying it's all opinionated. Correct. It's like saying so, I hate this song, but then it turns into being a hit. Sometimes Correct. a marriage counselor is just there to be a conductor, though, right? Like because you y'all might referee. be having a problem communicating. A referee. Exactly. Correct. But if the marriage counselor is on the guy side, the girl gonna trip on the marriage counselor. Yeah, but a marriage counselor should be a referee in the middle that's letting both sides speak and both sides' thoughts be heard. But that's if right. one side and the marriage counselor knows that one side is right and the other one needs to work more on the right side then just because then the wrong side gonna trip and say let's get a new one that's on my side I'm with you if I had one wish yeah no doubt you know what I mean? did, no I what did what would you do if you had one wish take another call well we can't oh, we, need a, okay. we need to wrap this up and, it, and, and it's not raining today so let's, one wish is not gonna it's not gonna pop off was that real rain in that video? Nah, Lil X had the fake rain. Oh, gotcha. It was gotcha, independent, gotcha. but I still gave Lil X like 250 to do the video. Word. Yeah. It was worth it. And you made it all back. That was a big, that yeah, working went gold. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, the whole album went gold. Ray J still spending one wish money. Don't get it twisted. The whole album went gold at, mm -hmm. at you know, 1299. Oh, man. All right. Well, what's the moral of that story if there is a moral? The moral of the story is like, you know, be uh, independent. <laughs> no, it's not to be independent. No, I'm when you're talking about the record. No, I'm talking about marriage. You can't be independent. Oh, no, I was See, that's why that. you be getting in trouble right there. Ray got ADD. That's yeah. why you no, be getting no, in trouble. No, no, no. You asked me what did the record do. I said the Princess, album went gold. Princess you said how did it do it? Princess I said what's the moral of the story of it going gold? No. Be independent. You, Princess Princess gold. you better clear that up. No, I, I, I took Herberall is working. Princess, okay. y'all was talking about marriage on the radio and you said the, the, the moral of the story is to be independent? No, be independent for the music because we was like we're we're all over the place with like the topics just like going into in and out of stuff. And you know, I got Ray DD. <laughs> the moral of the story is that you know there is work to be done after somebody is married, Absolutely. and don't be afraid to do but, that but work. That's, that goes without saying. Like we gotta go to like your kid gotta go to school, we gotta go to work. Of course, there's work to be done after the marriage. Yeah, but I'm talking like, work between y'all as a couple. Well, first off, the work gotta be done after the marriage. I gotta get it in for a little while. We married. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we got your room. I gotta report. get it in. We just got married, so legally now we can have a good time. So let's spiritually get that in for a little while. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and then if it's problems that pull up, we'll deal with them. But right now, life is good. Let's live. Let's enjoy the wedding. After the wedding, let me let me be in it and marinate in it for at least a couple weeks. Okay. 
At right. least. I'm all with right. you, Ray. Spread right. a rock. <laughs> all right, when we come back, we got rumors. We're talking Wendy Williams. All right, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You said Wendy Williams yes. coming in here? No, no, this is <laughs> <laughs> It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Power 1051. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I'm telling. Princess, Ray J ain't here reading books about cheating. Morning, everybody. We are the Breakfast Club. Ray J, our co-host is here. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. (laughs) On the Breakfast Club. (laughs) Now, what are you looking for? It's like a ghost beating up Ray J. <laughs> Don't try to deflect from that book you're reading either. Oh, no. Here it go. Are you looking for his wire? Yeah. All right. What are you looking for? Why are you wearing a wire? No, no. The wire to plug in his Please, headphones, Please, chuck him for a wire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, Wendy Williams, uh, it seems like a judge claimed, uh, a judge said that they will not have to resume cutting alimony checks to Kevin Hunter, her ex, anymore. Now, Kevin Hunter said, my car insurance hasn't been paid as a result of not receiving monthly severance payments. He said, I'm behind on my credit card payments because I have no money since these payments were suspended. He says, my life has been greatly affected since the plaintiff stopped making payments under our settlement agreement. Now, we all know Wendy was making at one time $10 million a year, $55,000 an episode on the Wendy Williams show. And now he said he's behind on his bills because of that. Get it together, Ray. I'm I'm back. Hi, Mom. And some uh, Ray J news. Now, Ray, you want to tell the people what, what you were doing yesterday? I want to know why you're reading that book. Oh, let's talk about the book you oh, were yeah, just so reading. Shout out, shout out to Mama Jones. Why open your eyes like right. that? I didn't know because I hate being in the news. No, What's that no. book? Tell them the title of that so book So this book is called Why Men Plus Women Cheat. Shout out to Mama Jones. Shout out to Jim Jones. Shout out to the whole family. I went over there. I, I had some chicken and some yams and some greens, and it was really good. And I told Mama Jones, please burn my chicken because I don't like my chicken medium well. Why are you reading that book, though? She gave it to me. She said she got a book coming out. And I said, well, can I have it? And can you please sign it for me? Because I like that when people write books, I like to put them up and then like have them with they... You have no it. reason to read that book as a married man. No, like... She so the name of the book is Why Women and Why Men Cheat. That's the first song. Oh, and why? Then, why? Why? Oh, I thought you said how. No, no why no, men no, and women no, cheat. No, 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 no. On the back, it does oh. say there's a two There's two sides. Okay, I know mm-hmm. I wasn't tripping. All so, right, all right. So this side, she said, you got to read it from the back. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know how. But she I, got... I, so, I, I'll, I'll read no, the why. My, yeah, no, so you got the front and then you got the back. Mm-hmm. And the back is how. I don't how. know if it was hidden from the back or something she used the term. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I'm just saying because she, she family now. I look at her like... Like my auntie. Right, Mama Jones. Yep. Shout, Shout out to Mama, to Mama Jones. Jones. And that, to Mama that, Jones. That, that chicken, That's her book? She, yeah, Mama Jones' book. That chicken was good last yeah. night because a lot of people are afraid to burn the chicken. Like, I needed to. I need you to burn the chicken. Why you want your chicken burnt? Because I like it well. Huh? Because I, I don't you like, like your chicken me, well done. Like crispy? Chi- I don't like my chicken medium well. He likes it cooked mm. all the way through. Okay. They don't like want to see no red chicken. They want to no juicy. I don't, okay. like, I don't want no juicy chicken. Now, Moose. also, you were talking about something that you got going on Friday. You got a, a video. Oh, yeah. So, shout out to my group. It's the first time we ever putting out a music video. Mm-hmm. RSVP. Ray J, Sammy, Bobby V, and, and Pleasure P. Uh, we we re- we launched the first video Friday. I want to do it here first. Okay. I want to do it here at the Breakfast Club first. Mm-hmm. What do you mean do it here? I mean, I want to drop the video. Oh, y'all don't do video. We radio. Oh. They can't see it. Can you may play the song? Oh, yeah, I want to play it then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I want to play, yeah. What? Well, because it's this other song called I Like. That's the real single for radio. 
Money Everywhere is like our biography. Because it's like a seven-minute song, six-minute record. Oh, we're not doing all that. No, that's what I wanted to talk yeah. to you guys about that. Nah. Yeah, we're not doing it. The no, last, no, 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 no. Last yeah, thing I, I got it. The last thing I want to talk about, I don't even know if you want to talk about it, but something interesting you said. I was saying behind the scenes, Ray J goes left and right when he has conversations. If everybody out there listening, you I was said like, "You got Ray DD." Yeah, Ray DD. I was telling Ray DHD, and I was Ray telling them that you know I would love to see a conversation between him and Fifty because Fifty is the same way. He just you know, Fifty's talk, like that on purpose. We talk about everything, and he said Shout that he actually 50. had a conversation with Fifty. I had multiple conversations with Fifty in, one in convers- five minutes. No, yeah, one one <laughs> conversation me and Jackie had with Fifty. Um, Fifty was moving around. I don't know if he didn't like our idea. Mm-hmm. Or 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 he liked it and he was just like, let me just like, I gotta get it in before I get on the plane. But at so you gotta say another word. Uh, say that again, but say bad. another word other so than this. 50, so I, y'all were having a conversation. You're on 50, Facetime. Yeah, and where we on Facetime? Jackie Long set it up and Fifty took a dump in on, the middle of your conversation on the meeting that I had when I was in a pitch. I'm so you was pitching something to him. Yeah, and, and then he, and, he was and, in the middle of taking a poop. No, he went in and just felt sorry, comfortable just enough. <laughs> he felt comfortable enough to where he felt like you know. Uh, That's maybe, what I'm saying. It uh, could have been but wait, like we we fam, this these my boys, let me go get let me go take a dump real quick and then let me let me listen to the meeting. Maybe or he just it was just like just like I'ma just dump. Did he call did he call you after? I don't think Curtis is gonna like this. No, fifth. No, fifth. Mr. Jackson ain't gonna like you putting this kind of information. <laughs> nah, I don't know why it, you it even just, did that. It was, it was, to me, I felt it was some gangster. It was gangster. It was like we got, you know what I'm saying? We got a little Moving homie. Moving your bowels is gangster? No, we got, it felt like we got a little homie in the meeting because maybe the idea wasn't good. Maybe he just had the doo doo. Okay. Maybe Boo Boo had the Boo Boo. Fifth. Just that fifth. simple. But remember, Fifth, I told you that that you did that when we was talking. And you I think was... he didn't know he pooped? <laughs> yeah. Well, Fifth is busy doing a lot of stuff, so you know what I'm saying? Fifth, I don't believe Ray. Shout out to Fifth. <laughs> Man, you didn't believe me about the Eddie. Murphy I don't thing. believe that. Fifth. All <laughs> At right. the end of the well, week, I'm putting a compilation together of all Ray J's unbelievable stories. I might even have somebody animate them. The Eddie Murphy one, where you say you picked him up in a G Wagon that nobody in the America had. The 50. Yeah, but. Now but, 50 you took but, a dump in front of you Eddie while you Murphy, and Jackie Long were pitching Mur- him a meeting? Eddie Murphy, Mama had, Jones cooking them dinner. No, Eddie Murphy had the G wagon, but the two door that was not in, and so he saw I had the four door. Brandy, it was Brandy that was driving Brandy. All right, man, y'all don't believe it was Brandy right. G wagon. All right, shout All right. out to shout out to Crystal. We got the people because I'm getting hungry. Y'all next. making me hungry. It's the Fifth. Breakfast Club. We'll be right Fifth. back. Don't go nowhere. Fifth, don't go nowhere. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays, you can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, that's E-N-V-Y, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our special guest host is here, Ray J. Now, we got a Black History Month moment? We do, man. Uh, salute to my dude, B-Dot, man. You know, every day during Black History Month, the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network puts out a podcast called I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either, okay? And I got something today that maybe you didn't know. Did you know black people saved Pepsi? Huh? Did you? My man B-Dot's going to break it down for you. John Pemberton, a pharmacist in Atlanta, he invented Coke. But that was actually his second drink. His first invention was in 1884, 
called French Wine Coca. It was really just a copycat of a French wine that had cocaine in it. In 1885, right when the product was about to start Poppington, Atlanta outlawed alcohol sales. So that's when Pemberton went to work on a different drink that had the same medicinal effects. <laughs> Introducing Coca-Cola in 1886. They started calling Coca-Cola the intellectual beverage among well-off whites. In 1891, it was revealed that cocaine was in Coca-Cola. So that's when the drinks start getting marketed as refreshing versus medicinal. Then they started the glass bottles in 1899. And that changed the game, cause now anybody can get Coca-Cola if you got a nickel, black or white. And then white folk did not want black folk drinking that good Coca-Cola. That was the intellectual beverage. So because Coca-Cola had cocaine in it, white newspapers started reporting Negro cocaine fiends were raping white women and the police were powerless to stop them. By 1903, they took the cocaine out and added more sugar and caffeine. I didn't know none of this. I also didn't realize that Pepsi in 1940 was in the dirt trying to keep up with Coca-Cola. See, Coca-Cola had the six ounce bottles for a nickel. Pepsi went to the 12 ounce bottles for the nickel, but that didn't help them. Jet made the drink look cheap, but then Pepsi got smart. Pepsi said, you know what? Coca-Cola don't go over there to the hood. We should. Pepsi put together a Negro markets department, y'all, in the 1940s and 50s to increase sales to blacks. And it worked like hell. The president of Pepsi at the time was Walter Mack. He put together a team of black marketers to promote sales in black communities only. Instead of making black folk look goofy and the butt of jokes, Pepsi promoted a different image of black folk in his advertising. Had Duke Ellington on that joint? By the time the 50s was over, Pepsi sales increased dramatically. They was out selling Coke in the black community by a margin of three to one. And the drink, not the narcotic, because they were probably moving that narcotic. The technique of selling to just black folk was so successful that it would come to be known as niche advertising. That's an approach for carving out a distinct place in the market. It's still used that today, black folk. Woo, he's so powerful. Now take that to school, work, or church with you. Because I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. You welcome, Pepsi. I didn't know. That's right. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either podcast. And salute to my guy, B-Dot, man. Um, you know, yesterday I posted that I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either is being taught as curriculum in 15 schools in North Carolina, man. So, B-Dot, salute to you and all the great work that you're doing, man. And, you know, this is what it's all about. You know, when you start to see things that you're putting out on your platforms, you know, end up in schools and, you know, being able to teach these babies, that's a beautiful thing, especially in this era. Because if we don't educate our kids, nobody will. Can't rely on other people to do that. So make sure you subscribe to the I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Salute to my guy, B-Dot. All right, and our daily bread is back. So make sure you log on to breakfastclubonline.com to register for your chance to get some cash, all right? Shout out to Mordecai Motion and Brenda Thompson of Brooklyn. They just picked up a, a Crown Royal bag of $1,000. So special thanks to our friends at Crown Royal. Positive notes up next. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. Ray J invented the word cap. Remember when Ray J was on Love and Hip Hop and his cap kept <laughs> moving all the way? Yeah. You invented cap, bro. We, we are the Breakfast Club. First, first of all, he told us Eddie, he picked up Eddie Murphy in a G Wagon that nobody else had in the Correct. world. Mm -hmm. He said he was in a meeting with 50 Cent, and 50 Cent took a dump in front of him and Jackie Long no, during the I pitch meeting. No, I said he took a dump in the meeting, not in front of us. Like, I couldn't see him actually dumping because he was dumping. Now he's telling us he don't want to be on BMF because he started being BMF with no, Southwest no, T. No, 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 no. 
He said no. he didn't want to be on power, but I he said I, wanna, I said I didn't want to be on power because I auditioned and I didn't get it, so I don't want to try no more. So where did Southwest T come into play? Because we was talking about, about BMF. I said, what about BMF? And I said, and he said Southwest I love BMF. T is my brother. He the first person that ever let me drive a Bentley when I didn't have and I didn't have a Bentley. That's what made me want to have a Bentley. Ray J, that is a lie. Southwest T was was when they was in the streets. That was yo T. Here's the thing. Fifteen years ago. Yo T, I didn't even have a license yet. Yo T, please respond to the <laughs> Breakfast Club and let them know you was the first person to let me drive a Bentley. You let me hold it for three days. Man, you better. Ray J is crazy. Ray J, you got to stop this, man. You got to watch the end of the week. I'm I don't put know together where to, a compilation of Ray J adventures, uh, and somebody gonna animate it for me. I don't know where to go because I'm mad because I'm right here. I'm telling you, real. <laughs> Like, like, this ain't right. Ray, Ray. Hey, T, can you oh, please respond man. in the Breakfast Club and say, yo, Ray, Ray ain't capping. Ray ain't capping on nothing. I wear a cap and still don't cap. <laughs> Ray, can, can you leave us on a positive note, Ray? It's time to get up out of here. So shout out to Crystal. Um, Super I got crystals. A, yep, and I got a big OTT platform coming. I want to I wanna do some shows with y'all, too. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going through some stuff right now. It's getting a little bit, like, it's getting a little bit ratchet, and it, the shows is getting a little bit intense. Shout out to the Dosh Network. Um, I want to have a few more meetings this week to understand the subject matter because I want to make sure it's not too out of control. The numbers are going to go crazy on Dosh because the content is so loud. Okay. Where do I fit in here morally, Dosh? Where am I with this more integrity, with my integrity? All right, that's it. That's what I wanted to say. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, we got well, to do, 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 do the positive yeah, note? Of course. Positive okay. note is this. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Crystal. They got the pimento cheese that I like. Salute to Crystal. <laughs> I think what Ray is trying to say is uh, if it drains you, it's not for you. There you go. <laughs> Always remember that. All right. <laughs> Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes. Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5 The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts